is it kicking it old school? Like, is it old school? Like, or is it like just kicking I, it? I have to say, so a couple nights ago, I'm hanging out in one of the chat room streams, and someone just makes a joke about like Rage Against mm. the Machine, and I said, <laughs> like, well, you need to check out the Denzel Curry. You know, Denzel Curry's hip hop. You know, he's a really yeah. a rapper, but you need to hear the Denzel Curry cover of Bulls on Parade. And everyone act like I was making a joke, and it. I'm not. I am not joking about that. And so that sent me Uh on like a day and a half of just like trolling old videos of like hip hop head listens to tool for the first time reaction videos and stuff. And I'm usually not a react video kind of guy, but I just like, I I had to like watch people experience and you can always tell the people that had really never heard rage against the machine and the people who are just like trying to put it on like, Whoa, this is this is like totally blowing my mind. And you're like, no, that's fake. You've, you've, you've been, you've, you've been you, prepping. You've, re- you've recorded this a few times and it's not, like, yeah, it's not a legit know. reaction. It's more the, <laughs> right. how did I feel the first time? And let me see if I can come back with that emotional effect there. Not, 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 not good. But there are a few, like you'll catch them. Like someone like hears, you know, tools enema for the first time. And you're like, oh, they've never really heard tool before you can see it on their face so stuff like that I'd, a lot of, i had a lot to do of a little that... nostalgic deep dive now you should do that on the well i was going to say you could do it on one of those on the podcast when you're doing the chill podcast but i don't know if uh, tool would be the chill part of the conversation but you know not so much i should react to people reacting Thing to, to yeah, listening exactly. to tool to the first time and i'd be like i call bs i say that person has heard tool before I, I think I think you would have a good success reacting to other people reacting to other things that have been around for many many generations. But I'm really good at critiquing people's reactions. So I never picked that up on you. You never strike me as a True critiquing story. personality. Like you're just usually yeah, kind of I'm, like chill. Kind of I'm pretty I, mellow. Just go with the flow. Never yeah. have any feedback. You know, whatever. No. <laughs> so boxing. What? No. No. Perish the thought. Oh my God! No way! No way! No, I, I mean, the reality with that being said, welcome everybody to that to a, a very hey! interestingly named show, the best of our week. Where I'm going to try to do the intro because this is usually Juan's part of the conversation. Two old guys get it, get together, and just basically kick it and talk about tech and have really bad ways of entering or starting a show, like the way we do it every week. We're pretty awesome at this. Um, we are your co-hosts, uh, Mr. Juan Bagnell. Sorry, on the other side of the show, because you can't point this right there. And Mr. You know, some audio guy, some gadget guy, and some, what's it called? OnlyFans After Dark kind of guy. Kind of, you know, all the good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> In case, well, you know. Hey, we're going to keep it legit here, okay? All the links for Juan would be in the description below. Myself, TK Bay. Uh, we're... We're back after another week of interesting. I mean, obviously, last week we talked about uh, unpacked. I, I had the opportunity to go mm-hmm. and end, and I've been really, you know, trying to put the S twenty four Ultra through its paces. Right. So you've then, done your first impressions, all of the comparisons, the, your right? long term review, your after the buzz, uh-huh. your end of life, and your final assessment. I mean, you've had days with the phone. I've I've uh, had literal. Dang, actually, not that I'm thinking about. It. I've had literally eight days with it. <laughs> if yep. I, if so, I count the fact I don't that I got see, it in the I don't see why you would need any more time. Everything should be completely finalized with a conclusion and uh, ready to go. No, it, it is done. It is buttoned up, done. Um, I got I got the leather kit. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I know it, it, it takes a little bit of time, and I, and I really try to purposely not review something on the day it's supposed to be, like the day it's announced like the, or the embargo date. Because the reality of the matter is, A, software may not be final, 
plus you haven't had a chance to live with it. You know, really, the, the mm-hmm. device hasn't had you haven't gone through its paces with it. You know, hit a few road bumps, issues, whatever. So sure. um, and then, of course, in the middle of all of that, we have the OnePlus, uh, you know, announcement. And, you know, yeah, we can, fi- we can finally talk about the OnePlus 12. It exists. It's there. It's no longer ether. We can finally turn the phone around so you can see the screen. Wait, are we sure? Pretty about great. That? Can we do that? Is that I'm allowed? I'm sure. Internet? Like you on, on one of them, on one of them, not on the other one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got the right one. I got the right one. It, it, it's... I have to like double check all the time because I have a table full of one pluses over well, here, and you're like, yeah, uh oh, which one did I just grab? My 12R is that light blue color, where the 12 is the green color. I'm so jealous. But it, See, I, I wish... have to be careful because my my one plus 11 and my one plus 12R look very similar. Oh. So if I'm not careful, which one I pick up. I could get in trouble. You'd get calls and messages and DMs and people showing up at your door and they're like, open the door. Juan, we know you're in there. We saw the video. We know where you're posting from. No, I know. It, it is absolutely. Oh, my God. How do I explain the one plus 12? Um, well, where, where do we want to start? Because here's here's the know. problem. Here, here's here's the problem. Here's the problem. Philosophically, I have been in three different conversations. Um, I, one of them was on Easy Stream on okay. uh, yesterday. I jumped mm-hmm. in for a bit just to chat, and um, two were on podcasts that one of them I don't even think they're going to publish. The other one might be published later. Okay. Uh, where I was brought on specifically to mm-hmm. share my thoughts about the One Plus Twelve, and all three of them became conversations about Samsung. How Samsung's not getting it done, or Samsung's feeling this pressure, or what do you think Samsung's okay. going to scale on? And you're like, <laughs> but I have the OnePlus 12, if you want to like, talk about it, the one. It's, like, it's the bait and switch. It's like, hey, come for this. And then you're like, but wait a minute, hold on a second. Why am I? Now, no, I, no, I know I can be a crank, and I like to fixate on a couple of different topics. But man, when you're a Samsung-focused channel, and you have another phone to talk about, you don't talk about the other phone. You talk about... Samsung. How is Samsung gonna react to this phone? As, <laughs> and you're like, oh, uh, Grant. Okay, I, I guess that's what we're in for. On Twitter, I was, uh, I forgot who said <laughs> something. Like, why do people keep bringing up Samsung phones and other in other device reviews? And, and Grant yeah. jumped in and said, SEO. The more you know, SEO, <laughs> SEO. You baby. gotta get them. You gotta get that ad revenue. So, um, I would like to divide the work duties you you can focus on s24 ultra because you're really using it um we can both contribute to one plus 12 yeah um but i would like to see if we can talk about one phone in that phone segment and not like muddy the water drift and say like well where i'm talking about the one plus 12 let me tell you how much apple sucks and so i'm really going to try and be on my best behavior um, and I'll, I'll get it out of the way now. Uh, the oh, the S24 Ultra is a different animal. So mm-hmm. when I'm comparing OnePlus against Apple and Samsung, I'm comparing them dollar for dollar. And I think Apple and Samsung are absolutely embarrassed at the price to performance and price to feature set that the OnePlus 12 can bring. The mm-hmm. S24 is a different conversation about productivity, has different features, is a completely different animal. Mm-hmm. So I am not. In this game, I have so many people, so many Samsung Knights, like, oh, I would take an S24 Ultra over this OnePlus 12. And you're like, cool. But those aren't the same kinds of devices, nor are they in the same price tier. So you're not comparing oranges to oranges. If you compare oranges to oranges, Samsung is in a world of hurt with OnePlus's strategy this year. 
that is the like the comparison. Mm-hmm. That's that's the blending and, that I would and, put out and there. With the fact that and then I feel plus, yeah. I can separate them and now just talk about the devices individually. <laughs> I, I personally don't I'm, – I'm not – so I'll, I'll say this. I, as much as I'd love to say SEO, 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 I don't like putting two devices against each other. I, I don't – a lot of people love to do comparisons and reviews. I love and, comparisons. There well, is no. no comparison between an S24 Ultra and no, a no, OnePlus no, no. 12. But, I would never genuinely recommend those two phones to the same consumer – if I were really listening to their needs and wants. Oh, no, no, absolutely. It, it would not there, be there the same recommendation. There isn't anyone. Yeah. What I, what I was leading into is generally, not even just with OnePlus, if, if it's a Moto, if it's a Realme, if it's a Xiaomi, I try mm-hmm. to grade the phone for what it can do and what it cannot sure. do. Because if I start comparing it to other devices, and I realize that we are in a different position to be able to play with different versions of devices and different, you know, maybe we can get like the uh, the, the Redmi's, right? We got the Redmi Note uh, 13 Pro and 13 Pro Plus. There's two different versions, and I'm not trying to put them head to head. I'm I'm trying to provide you the best point of view of where this device fits. Who is this device made for? So my my mm-hmm. my coverage, regardless what I do, if I'm covering the S24 Ultra in the videos, I never bring in another phone just to make it look well. You know, this is the iPhone 13 Pro Max is still better than the S. No, I don't do that. So for for comparisons and stuff like that, if you're just doing a straight up camera comparisons and stuff, you're right. You should try to keep the the comparison in the yeah. in the mindset of what a consumer is considering when they're buying this phone. If I mean, you know what buy, I'm going to say to that. I'm I'm not going to argue with you, but I I find it I find there are very few people, mm-hmm. and I would put you on this list. Sure. Um, I find there are very few people who take the time to familiarize themselves with an other brand. Enough that so when they do an average consumer point and shoot photo comparison, they're really getting comparable results out of their framing and composition and their expectations from those devices. Like someone like Ben. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Uh, Grant, his photo comparisons were spot on and you could really see that he was comfortable using both phones to a proficient degree. Mm -hmm. If you live in an iPhone and you get a OnePlus for a week and you try to do this like side-by-side photo comparison, you are so raw on that OnePlus. You're not handling it the same way. You're thinking about operating the phone. You're not really composing for the shot. Exactly. Oh, I just put them on a tripod and I put them side by side. Well, then you don't have the same framing. <laughs> you don't have the same exposure. You don't have the same uh, the 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 same metering for that scene. You will get different results, even if they're inches apart. So th- that's that's like I, I'm I'm not I'm not into this. Like, well, but for average people, average people should buy Pixel A and Galaxy A series. They should be buying inexpensive phones that have good cameras. Definitely tackle all their needs, and they should save hundreds of dollars so we're talking the premium and the ultra tier of devices today i am actively trying to get more of my family Mm -hmm. not to buy these phones because they are gross overkill for my family's budgets these days well and the fact that i'll probably say from my perspective at least the mid-range or what we are considering mid-range area sure has gotten so good so good (laughs) That it's crazy to consider the fact that that is mid-range. If that's the mid-range, then... Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I mean... Oh, we're going to have so much to say about 12 hours soon. (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, yeah. The the days... I'll say this. Um, 
just out of the box, okay, spec-wise and features and whatever, the 12R is already making a very good case for itself. Yeah. But what I will say is, yeah, and I can't really, okay, forget about that part. The 12R that will have its day very soon. I'll just, we'll say that. The 12 for me, and, and I think we should, well, we should at least, do you want should, to? Should we start with 12 or should we start with Samsung? I'm, like I'm 12, good either I, way. You want to start like with, Sam, uh, with OnePlus? The reason why I say this is let's start with more of, um, yeah, I think we should do with 12. I, I think 12 is better okay. first than 24 Ultra or, because of the, uh, exactly. Shadow cameras, Quan with four cameras now, uh, you know, he's built in, he's built different. That's how Quan is. <laughs> Captain Jack. Resistance Jack. is futile. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, OnePlus 12. This One is 12. the best premium tier phone in the United States in 2024. And Hands I down. don't think anyone's going to touch it. So I'm tempted to disagree with you on a on one point only. And, I, and I'll kick it off because I think you... I'm not sure... Fight. Okay. Did you hear the fact that OnePlus is going to be at Best Buys? They're going to be in retail yeah. stores. Okay. Well, yeah, they've the, like the open made yeah, its first not, trickles like through Best the, Buy recently but like the too. Twelve but... and the R Captain one, uh, they will be in store. <laughs> I don't know how to say the R. Like like actual phys- physical physical units will be in store for people to play with, right? Yes. With that, this is the biggest difference that what we didn't have in the past. In the past, OnePlus was trying mm-hmm. to court you know a sad dusty you. corner in the back of a t-mobile store no 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 no. no. You, 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 you think you're joking but that's not no, that's absolutely true and you yeah. t-mobile and, and again no pun against t-mobile whatever but you could tell where their priorities are you know sam mm-hmm. apple is right in front of you you're like plastered with that do you guys want you have one one plus yeah maybe next to the mm-hmm. pixel in the back i don't know right but anyway the that relationship kind of worked for a little bit with T-Mobile. And and, and don't get me wrong. OnePlus is still compatible with all the carriers in the U.S. There sure. is no question. Um, the thing about it, though, is having them in Best Buy locations, it is the utmost smartest thing they've done. Other than, obviously, the design yeah. and, and, the, and the technology in the phone. Because that's where people go. It, it's crazy. Yeah. Yes, people will go to carriers. And yeah, nine times out of ten. But the people that really want to go shopping and they're trying to experiment with other brands... This is where the OnePlus devices, like if they put in this OnePlus, the green, the emerald one. Mm-hmm. No Samsung, no Apple has these colorways. No Samsung has yeah. this texture, the design. It, it has, and and it the, the phone section at Best Buy is that island setup where you can't mm-hmm. just... I mean, obviously, you're going to walk into this horseshoe shape and Samsung and Apple are going to greet you first. And you'll probably encounter Pixel next Typically, but if yep. they have actual physical units in there then at some point it's going to be easier to see what oneplus is doing this is the biggest issue with oneplus not having a carrier agreement that, that was that was so much biggest, more difficult to get that hands sh- on. yeah that shift back with the oneplus 11 the one we saw last year and then yeah. you know i understand the, oh, why they did it but it definitely uh, makes the conversation more difficult so yeah no, no, absolutely. And, and I think Open started the conversation. They, they, You could see the direction change at OnePlus. They're like, we don't want to play anymore. We're really here to knock it out of the park. Open is a knocking yeah. out of the park type of foldable. And for me, the 12, and, and, and I know it's like not the flagship killer or the killer flagship. I love that question that you posted on my video. That was actually, <laughs> that was a smart ass. <laughs> I was, I was, it was a smart ass question. No, you're right. <laughs> no, I, got, I, I, I got, I got it. It translated in the text. 
But the um, <laughs> you heard it in my in my tone of voice. Yeah, absolutely, it's like I had a visual of your face. He's a pop in the in, in the like a floating. Oh, head. this it's guy, like, great. Do you mean killer <laughs> flagship or killer flagship DK? Come on, it's um, it is it's a, it's a hard. It's it, okay. I'll say I'll say the hardware wise, it's very similar to the open when it comes to the camera stack. It's a different way yeah. of using the sensor. We're not stacking. We're just. We're still bending here. This is typical to what we've done in the past, but the color science on the twelve, the, the the just the sheer performance. Android fourteen, Oxygen OS fourteen, all the features that we have in here, the AI functions. This is like literally that that subject separation. And I didn't know you yeah. could do, by the way, what you were doing. Okay, I had to follow yeah. one of your instructions where I I literally just took myself out of one picture, swipe, 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 put myself in, and I was like, day. I'm done. <laughs> and it's so clean because like we, clean. we should sell it. We should we should properly credit. Samsung has had that kind of subject identification feature. Yeah. But the fluidity with which OnePlus is turning everything in Oxygen OS into a gesture mm-hmm. is what's really that critically side exciting. Dock, the side dock came over from the OnePlus Open. That is to me heaven. So good. Recent that, app, that recent. folder structure where where you, you it's not so it's just like you've got the the Android keyboard and yeah. you can go into the keyboard clipboard and you can pull up old old you know things that you've typed or oh, search yeah, you queries can, you can or turn, passwords. Yeah, you can turn on to have it just put it in now. There. Now do that with files. Yeah. Now do that with photos. Now do I mean like I was showing it off in the Discord like I could drop um, it, Windows EXE files. To, to move them to the correct folder so that I could then install them in WinLater in emulation. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's completely, so what Samsung has, done, had, has had done in the past was great. What OnePlus has done has been to open this up for the entire phone, for any file on your phone, mm-hmm. for almost any context, and for so many of these apps that don't have support for drag and drop interactions, OnePlus is turning all of this into proper gestures to make all of this easier. It is shockingly good. So when I I, I, I caught a review from someone today, it was like, well, you know, Oxygen, it's real stuttery and it's not as clean as One UI. And I, I don't believe you. <laughs> I, like, there's nothing against One UI, but I wouldn't call it clean. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's... Let's let's not play that game just for the SEO. Uh, (laughs) You have to throw... Yeah, you you have to just mention the other... I think that's what it is. You have to just mention the competition and then just basically kind of throw... No, look, um, since day one, OnePlus's mission has been smooth speed and performance. Not one version of a OnePlus device that is like a typical or like, you know, mid I'll, I'll probably say mm-hmm. flex, you know, like the, the, the pros and non pros. And I'm not referring to the Nord and some of the other devices that are typically. Sure. That's almost like a totally different company. Nord that, is almost Nord a totally is a, separate. It company. is absolutely a different company. Yeah. It just, it's kind of like the, how OnePlus is to Oppo. It's like Nord is to OnePlus type of a relationship. For sure. So, but for those devices, not one device ever gone, came out of the box with stuttery issues with performance. Um, the, the sheer, smoothness of everything on this device is crazy the yeah. fact that we got a bigger battery and faster charging than most devices on the market like so crazy. i did i did a battery charge test recently on the oneplus 11 i was trying to do a video it, it kind of fell apart but i'm hoping i can get it back uh, put it back together again just fast charging versus wireless charging no within almost 10 percent larger battery capacity 
Mm-hmm. My OnePlus 12, I need to test it again. My OnePlus 12 charged from completely empty to 100% faster than my OnePlus 11. And sh- I don't know how that math works out. Because that shouldn't be, unless well, there's even 80, more no, no, we're magic. Doing 80, no, we're I was doing the same, because it's 80-watt charger on the OnePlus 11, too. Yeah, but 11... So I had them... I thought the 11 was... I had them connected to the same charger, and the larger capacity phone was faster than the smaller capacity. Unless Uh, the OnePlus 11 is capped at 65, and I just didn't know that. No, no, it is. It is in the U.S. But I thought thought it came with the 65. No, wait. I thought it could use the 80 watt. It came with the 125, but it was capped to 65. Hold on. Oh, so, you know, uh, I thought it was the other way around where it came with like a 65, but it could use the international 80 watt. Now, now I'm going to have to like retime, do all my tests over again. This is <laughs> Juan's will be like, dang it, TK. I thought I was. This is breaking my brain. Regardless, we have the fastest charging in North America. I have oh. been an absolute broken record repeating over I, and I, over I, and over no, no, again. No, 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 you're how... right. You're right. It is 80 watts. It is 80 watts. Peace. I take that back. So I don't, I, I don't think it, it came with the 80-watt charger, but I thought if you used the international charger or the open charger, yeah. it supported 80-watt charging. That's there, what I remembered so in, in my brain. In theory, it's supposed to charge. They're supposed to be fast. It's supposed to be faster. Because supposed to be charging at, at nearly the same rate, but with a an almost 10% larger battery. The 12 so, beat it. Question for so you. So I need to redo something in my test to make sure I didn't screw something. <laughs> did you did you did you make the devices go back to sleep? Did you turn them off again or did you allow them to stay on once? So to to uh to keep it fair, my OnePlus eleven kept turning back on when I would plug it into charge. So okay. I would try to keep it all the way off. So I left my OnePlus twelve on. Mm-hmm. And the OnePlus 12 charged faster. I'm not talking by a ton, but I want to say it was something like a 90-second difference. Like, just enough for it to be distinctly noticeable and measurable. Larger battery and same You would think think that the larger battery would have taken an extra minute, you know, to charge out. Regardless, we're talking from so empty the phone won't boot until Mm -hmm. you plug it in. So completely non-bootable to uh, fully 100% charge registered on the phone in like 34 minutes. That makes sense. That's, you have a yeah. 60% charge in like 15 minutes. It, it, it's a lightsaber, man. It, it, makes, it makes no sense almost to, for them to have wireless, wireless in there. Totally like, changes your relationship with the phone. And I can't get this across to so many of the people, especially on the Apple side. Like, even the Samsung people are starting to appreciate, like, oh, oh, yeah, that does actually look cool. I wish I kind of had this on my phone, too. But it's the Apple people that are like, well, no, I just put really expensive chargers and coils all over my house. And you're like, why would you do that? Don't do that. That is such a waste of money. So my only <laughs> philosophy on the charging thing is I have a theory that maybe could apply. And it, it, I could be totally wrong. But the fact that the OnePlus 12 has a bigger battery and we know mm-hmm. that the fast charging doesn't really happen entirely from zero to 100. It actually starts slow charging. Oh, picks up speed. you're right. You're right. Now, the bigger battery means it charges faster, longer. So where the OnePlus 11, when it gets closer to the end, like around the 80, above 80, it starts slowing down. The OnePlus 12 has bigger margin, so it kind of inches slightly higher. It's going to race to 80 even just – yeah, okay. You're right. 80 is higher. (laughs) I need to do the calculus on that because what I need to calculate is a rate of change. Yeah. 
when does it actually start tape the 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 bell curve of how it charges when is it ramping and when is it uh tapering off and you're right with the extra battery capacity you might it might be tapering off later into the actual physical capacity okay we don't that was my thing yeah i'll play with it more and i'll figure it out and i'll and i'll have some more data to share but the entire point is that's the kind of nerdiness that i need to like sink my teeth yeah the the moment you're like saying wait a minute how does that make sense like yeah hold on that that would but either way the what what i wanted the 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 big thing about the the one plus 12 for me is now obviously they're returning to wireless the 12 is a return to what the 10 Pro used to be, in a, in a, in a manner of speaking. Yeah. Because I felt like the 11 was, like, if we had to kind of put them on, on a scale, the 10 Pro was here, the 11 was slightly here, and then the 12 is back up here. Well, maybe slightly mm-hmm. lower because we still don't have 4K 120. But beside that, yeah, we gained the wireless charging, we gained the video output, we gained the bigger battery. Like, all the the things that you would assume or you would want from a newer yeah. from them they're back. And I think this is where I'm so excited about the 12. And I feel like it's such an easy, I am so incredibly excited for what the phone actually represents the price to performance. Oh, I am kind of annoyed with OnePlus. I feel this is the, this is the branding that the rest of the world is familiar with. And we are not familiar with that here in the United States where we used to have OnePlus nine and OnePlus nine pro. Yeah, the, and then we the, had OnePlus 10 Pro, and OnePlus 10T came a little later. Yeah, this feels like a Pro tier device, but it's just called number. And in India, they're more familiar with our series being a lower tier. So well, we're getting they have them. As we're getting that now. Yeah, they have. Them well, as, yeah, uh, but 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 I'm, I'm sorry. I mean, the phone itself. Oh, the, not not what we called the 12R is they they've called the Ace. The naming is this is the problem. Yeah, yeah. I feel OnePlus has been very inconsistent with their branding. Mm-hmm. I do feel like that's a fair criticism because it's confusing for consumers. If you were going to compare a OnePlus 11 and a OnePlus 12, and then you'd be a little upset, like, well, why is this? It's the same numbered series phone. I guess OnePlus is going to charge a little more. I don't get like what's going on. You wouldn't know that. Actually, the phone that's closer is really like the 12R, even though it's not an upgrade, it's a lateral move. So we we have to like kind of start fresh. The OnePlus 11 is going to be an off year that doesn't count in the lineup of OnePlus devices. It it was the adjustment year. They were doing that. It was the adjustment year. year. But that messes up our conversation because that sets different expectations as a one-off. And then we have to kind of get back into the flow of, well, what's the nicer one? What's the downgrade? Is there going to be a T series <laughs> refresh? Like all of that just makes the consumer conversation more difficult. And them coming out with two at the beginning of the year again, back to the old style of two phones at the beginning of the year, it bears the question: Is will we see another one at the end of the year? Are we back to three phones a year now, or what are we doing? But yeah. the, the, the reality is, it's no secret that OnePlus has been trying to figure out their footing the last few years. I think for yeah. a while, when they when they were building up, they got to the point where they were comfortable. They got in with T-Mobile. They got in with carriers. They were getting better in that relationship. I think the that only was, Chinese company to really make that play. No, no, absolutely yeah. not only, and it was in stores. Like I remember, I was at at uh, te- Tech Summit with uh, Qualcomm, and T-Mobile was demoing the 6T McLaren edition. Uh, on their 5G te- uh, towers in Maui. Like th- this is the level of, you know, how well they were together kind of a thing. But once that 
relationship changed. After the 10 Pro, we saw the deviation. We saw that the 6T, mm-hmm. the 10T wasn't in stores. It was unlocked. It was available directly from them. The 11 was a continuation of that story. And I think that's the adjustment, which you're right. Yeah. It throws us off from the conversation because if you think about it, the 12 is a, such a massive upgrade over the thir- uh, the 11. But we, we also want to make sure that it's a, we're not saying the 11 is, is bad. It's just bad. In, it in was the, designed for a different audience at it, a different price point. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, it's like if we had to say there was an 11 and an 11 Pro, the 11 is the one that came out. The 11 Pro didn't come out. It, and I feel yeah. like that's how I feel like because it's it's it was treated the way the 11 would have been treated. Or the 11 is kind of just splitting the difference. It's like the baby of what we have now with the number and the R or before when we had the 9 and the 9 Pro. It, the 11 is in between the number and, and the Pro and, and, that we used to get. And, and that's, for everything see, that's, did, that's the kind of extra language we need to use to try yep. and describe. And we've already lost consumers if... We're trying to tell people like, well, this one was the good one, but now this year, this is the good one, and it's better than the good one from last year, but they're not really the same, but they're similar, but they're different. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. You exactly. just point that and put it on a shirt. <laughs> I mean, put that on a t-shirt, and to- people will all totally understand what I mean. You'll have, I, you'll have, I, um, you'll have the, whoa, like the whole, yeah, exactly. or they'll just be like, I'll, I'll just go and buy an iPhone. Um and I wouldn't blame them for just keeping it easy. After listening, so I, I I think this is also in North America. I think this mm-hmm. is going to be the interesting counterpoint to uh, other AI strategies. I feel there is a hard division between companies that are really looking at server side mm-hmm. cloud AI and companies that aren't in markets that are as tightly controlled by Google services looking more at on-device AI. It, it, and uh, I'm really curious push, to see yeah. if if OnePlus is going to come out. Because, like, the new, like, ta- uh, hold, tap and hold to select a subject yeah, in it's a photo. On, it's out on Pixels now. Oh, wait. Well, you're, but you're, I, uh, sorry, my mistake. No, no, no. You're talking about the tap and select. Not, not, circle, not circle to search. I mean, on a OnePlus, you, you, you tap and hold on any subject. Mm-hmm. And the phone does an incredible job of detecting the lines and edges of that subject. It could be a flower, it could be a car, it could be a person. It it seems to work a little bit better when it's a person, but it's still really good at detecting focus and focus fall off. So I did flowers at an angle and it picked the most um, forward yeah. in, in the focus range and popped that. And it was like a beautiful cutout, even though you could kind of see there were blurry out of focus flowers kind of falling out of focus behind it. So, that is a fun, practical, little cute uh, element that you can mm-hmm. throw AI. But that's also coming to the 8 Gen 2 phones. Like, I am now just installing the update on the OnePlus 11, and that's also bringing the same uh, subject selection. The subject so, selection has been in ColorOS 14 and, since and, late and Exactly. Yeah, so I got a chance to play with it on the Find X6 Pro. But but this is this is the big this is the big hook is mm-hmm. OnePlus uh, all of the, the the BBK brands OnePlus and Xiaomi and Oppo uh, I said BBK brands and I said Xiaomi OnePlus <laughs> Oppo I Realme, heard you but my my, my Vivo, brain was, was, Iku, and really yeah because you have that pretty thing and you're a jerk um, 
that is a really good looking phone. Your ass. So should, all of your ass should have been at CES. I'm just going to say it right now. So I know right. you should have been I just, I'm, I missed out. This was there. This was saying hello to me and look, even Sony loves this. If Sony loves this, you got to do it. Sony focused right on it. Like, like, so it knows I'll be Sony curious shape. to see what they do because yeah. they sell predominantly in markets that are not heavily stitched up with Google. Yeah. And, you can't tell me that they're, they aren't looking at a customer base where sometimes even LTE is an emerging technology for communication in some of these regions. Mm-hmm. You have to do more on device. They're actually going to be leveraging more of the uh, of the neural cores and, and but, but, NPUs on these. They're building their devices to run on device type of calculations. And That's what I mean. Is yeah. like the big the, the big exciting things coming from Google are very server side server dependent circle the search is such a beautiful gesture mm-hmm. to initiate nope, some kind of 5g Sorry. 5g no but it is no, 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 but, I know, but to I know, initiate but, yeah. a, a 5g data connection you're reaching out to a server that is then doing ai processing to analyze what you just circled and then it sends information back to your phone if you live in a market that you can't count on that kind of data connectivity well, you need to find other AI opportunities, and that's where you leverage the on-device stuff, and you try to make that the bigger draw. And I feel like that's going to be the big debate. Mm-hmm. The more Western and developed areas, the, the companies that sell really well there, I think they're going to make a bigger push for server side. And the other markets that aren't as as sort of buddy-buddy or as directly um, influenced by Google's server strategies are going to be looking at on-device. And OnePlus, I think, is going to represent that for us here in the United States. I think they'll Apple get, and Samsung and Google are not yeah. going to put as much processing in the phone for some of the more advanced features they're going to send you up to the cloud because then you have to pay more money on subscriptions and cloud services. So for for the generative AI stuff on Samsung devices, absolutely that that is server based. Um, other than that, other than Circle to Search and the Gen AI functionality in there, which I was playing around earlier with uh, Joe with Joe Hickey's. So Joe sure. Joe was at Unpacked last week with me, and I, I saw him, but I we, I we never met up. Yeah, I, I saw him on the other <laughs> it's, side. It's of the too many people, and you're not there long no, enough. You're no, so yeah, fast. It, but it, it was like a swarm of people. Like the stage is not as big as it looks like in the cameras. I'll say this. It was we were we were in a stadium, but we were sitting in literally one fourth of it. And the <laughs> stage was set right like if you were sitting at an ice skating ring and you you see basically yeah. where the, the, the seat the seats go all the way down, right? And then you you, you mm-hmm. stand out, you're on the rink. They brought the stage all the way to the edge of the, the field of the stadium. So we weren't really far into the stadium itself to start with. So it got swarmed. There was a lot of people. And then we ended up having to leave. And then he was with the insiders as well. Cause he came in with Qualcomm. So, but I, I was joking with him because he took a picture with some of his friends where he was the tallest person in there. And I used the <laughs> S24 ultra to, to bring him slightly a little bit down the size to make him all the same level. <laughs> Samsung's relying heavily on internet. Whenever you have, bad internet it'll keep erroring out it'll say cannot yeah. do this this is not functional i had to get out of my building go outside make sure i had a good solid 5g i did it again and then of course i did it perfectly so no no absolutely i'm with you there there's a lot of conversations gone where ai or gen generative ai or the, the functionality mm-hmm. that we're looking for are going to work surfer side samsung is trying to limit some of those like some of the other services that you don't you can you can personally just shut that off and all the things will run yeah. on your phone but then you lose ninety percent of the experience. It's like, yeah, okay, like, okay, well, that's not cool. That that's that's not, yeah, it's not that's not a 
perked. No, no, no. Yeah, That's, yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. like I like that you gave me the option to turn it off, but it's But not... I, I I was I was really kind of trying to draw that comparison too with Google because mm-hmm. like I still haven't finished like I've written a script for it and I keep going back and re-editing it, but is it minty I, I kind of feel like is it a no, minty? it's, it it's bay. It's my bay. It's, it's bay your blue. Bay? Oh, bay blue. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Because I saw some mint today all over. I know. There was, uh, it looks I, like a cool color. I, I, I just traded in a, a Pixel 5 that was in that sort of like, sort of sagey oh, green yeah, right. flavor. So I but, just gave my but the Pixel thing, 5 to my niece. So I yeah. don't have the Pixel 5 anymore, but she's getting her first brand new Pixel. So, so Marie Marie opted Pixel 8. She got the Pixel 8 in pink, and we traded in the Pixel 5. That's a good to, Just kind of offset the uh, protection plan. Anyway, um, but the reason why I was pointing that out is mm-hmm. I feel like Samsung has their own AI division, and they will likely bring some tools mm-hmm. to Galaxy. The major aspects that we've seen, the biggest claims made by Google – stylized photos video boost these things are server side because they are encouraging consumers to spend more on cloud subscription services and that sucks some of the fun out of what you can do on the phone especially when you pick up a xiaomi or a oneplus and you've got these really great like cutout composition transparency tools just built right Mm -hmm. into the gallery the gallery that all work without a data connection Exactly. And that's that's the thing is like Google sold us on tensor cores and they had the most brilliant MPUs. They could chew up image data like no other phone. And now I feel like some of that magic has been lost and OnePlus is picking up some of this and Vivo is picking up some of this and Xiaomi is picking up some of this. Sha- and Xiaomi it makes the devices yeah. feel more complete on their own. Exactly. And I think that's the biggest benefit is when you're able to promise a a feature to the consumer and regardless of how well the internet connection is to that device, you're running it and you're giving them that experience. Yeah. Because that it's was not a great feature. Most... If I don't have great no, internet, that's it, that's it was not absolutely a good my challenge when I was in feel. Hong Kong with the Pixel 8 Pro. It was absolutely when I went to Shenzhen, same thing. Absolutely. I started to feel, hey, I need a better connection. I need to yeah. be connected to, you know, it was like, um, it, it's it's very noticeable and it is it, it it does showcase how much we are used to having good internet because we are in a specifically urbanized area connectivity sure. everywhere i mean even if i have low internet connection at the office it's still pretty good considering some of the other areas mm-hmm. i was able to visit so i think the the what oneplus is doing for me though this year at least differently is the it's like somehow Somebody at OnePlus and Oppo decided to say, hey, you know what? We're going to give OnePlus the Oppo color science and we're going to put it on the 12 this year. You know, we yeah. took we took the slider from them. We we work with them on the on the Oppo <laughs> and the M3. But this year, right. but, but no, no, because that's been my like my gripe, my my one thing that I've always appreciated about the Find X series or, or OnePlus and Oppo differences. Mm-hmm. There's always a difference in color science. Hasselblad, everything yeah. I understand, the, the filters and everything, uh, expand, uh, all of those are really good and I like them, but I always had a different, it came out, the images came out different from a, what, from a Find X6 Pro to the 11. Mm-hmm. Previous years, always been the exact same thing. The Find X5, Find X3, all of those always had somewhat better processing for me. And I think if maybe I'm just used to it, but it, it was more appealing. This year, the 12 brought that. Low light photography at night. I was in Vegas when we were doing CES and walking around and, you know, just taking some pictures of Caesars and stuff like that. It is beautiful. It is Mm -hmm. gorgeous, beautiful pictures. 
uh, clean, easy to process, and everything you when you're taking pictures or you're doing things like that flies. Everything is flying. You, you're cutting and, and video. You're, night, you're rendering night mode photos that are going toe to toe with Vivo, mm-hmm. which I never had seen on a OnePlus before. This is now, the open is very similar, but like yeah. the twelve is even taking that a step further. Well, because and yeah, it's the, the open incredible. is very much a it, there's a, there's a price. Not going to say that it's a barrier, but it, there's there is a price mass, massive price difference to what you're getting with the open, and the open is trying to be two devices at once. It sure. it really did a very good um, it, the, the the presentation, the material, the thickness of the device really was done absolutely to the next level. Like I have, I still say this, but the, the excitement on the PR our PR friend that that we work with every once in a while mm-hmm. uh, at OnePlus at the beginning of 2023, I did not understand why he was so excited. But like when I saw the open, I was like, "Oh, right. you got something to talk about here!" No, 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 no. seriously. Yeah. And and I think the twelve was also in that same boat. In same boat for me. For me, it's it's a it's a device that answers everything I wanted from a OnePlus and then some, yeah. and brought back features that I appreciated. I, I like the wireless charging. Don't get me wrong. I'm I'm a big fan of being able to no it's it's incorrect jgj was trying to trying to be snarky about like i guess i can never use it and you're like that's correct you should never use wireless charging what i will say is this yes if if you you have to use wireless charging that means you failed in life somewhere because you didn't plan ahead you're not a boy scout you didn't have like a usb cable in your wallet or something like that you You didn't bring the solar let yourself down the micro i'm I'm not mad i'm not mad i'm just disappointed that you didn't respect yourself enough to plan ahead, plan to be prepared, and you needed to use wireless charging. That's that's all I all I gotta say. For me, the only time I use wireless <laughs> charging is in the car, and that's because that's where I have my phone be sitting in there. Otherwise, sure, it, I, I can't. Wire. Like, there, there's no place on my busted old Nissan to mm-hmm. put a wireless charger where I won't double cook the phone in the spring and summer. Oh, that's There's right. There's no place it'll be to in the set sun. one. Yeah, 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 it'll be sitting in the sun as the sun. And so what I need to do is use an AC vent, and at which point there's no point in having, like, a different type of mount attachment. You just put it in front of an AC so you can cool it. But that's why I like fast charging is because I don't charge my phone in the car unless I need to. Oh, and then I can, I can plug it the in. Car. They make an 80-watt charger for the car. And I <laughs> have it. Yeah, yeah. And it in ten minutes. So let's say I'm stuck in LA traffic and it takes me an hour to get downtown. I'm not charging it the whole time. Mm-mm. I'm only charging it when I'm about ten minutes away from my destination, and then I'm done. So this this is this is like why, again why I keep trying to tell people like this fundamentally changes your relationship with the battery in your phone, and you're not managing it by having all of these accessories and coils and solutions. It's just I should probably plug in. So I guess I will. No, and no, that no. fastest charging experience comes in the box. So you don't even have to stress about buying the right charger later. So, And then the other things you can kind of make up, like, oh, but what about magnets? And you're like, well, I've got magnets. I have cases and attachments and things that I can replicate and mounts and brackets and things. Like, I don't need Qi. I don't need MagSafe to do that. And I really do don't want to be charging my phone all the time i'd rather only charge it when i need to charge it and oneplus facilitates that relationship just like vivo and xiaomi facilitate that relationship the only other company in north america that gets close to that is moto i was about to say everyone else here is putting 
a lot of battery anxiety on us so that we go out and buy more expensive accessories than we need. And and where the accessories are not included in the box as well, which is no, no, I, I get it. Um, for, so at least for mine, I dropped a video basically talking about why I'm excited about this device. And why what I wanted to try to bring in with the the flagship killer concept was wasn't really to try to grasp at a like a catchy title or something to that effect. It because to me right. it was where the twelve is positioned. Even though it doesn't have the word pro, it doesn't have the word ultra, it doesn't have the word you know awesome right next to it. Mm-hmm. Um, it hits different it, and you gotta like it, it's you, you have to try it and, and this is where i this is why i'm so happy about them being in, uh, in uh, best buys <coughs> sorry because you're getting that ability of taking that phone and actually taking images with it and seeing how it looks like on the device scrolling through just seeing how the ui responds to your to your touch you know going to the google feed swiping up running it at 120 hertz or it's QH. a huge win to have access to being able to use something like that in person and exactly and, and yes. but that's that's been my number one like i felt like the only clutch that they've ever had, ever had was the fact that people couldn't try their phones before they got them yeah and best buy is going to open that and, and again even if even if it doesn't succeed like right away and it takes about a year, it still is a big win in the in the direction they're going. They'll have better band recognition. And it people... also helps with a psychological hook that yeah. I feel it's obviously OnePlus isn't going to completely course correct for this. But it would be nice to have examples to show people where they can consider doing business outside of the carrier store mm-hmm. having such huge influence over how consumers buy their phones. Yeah. Best Buy has actually done a pretty good job of helping people step outside of that and mm-hmm. also do comparative shopping between different carriers yeah. because they don't care what carrier you sign up with. If you sign a deal and you get a, a you know a trade-in offer and all this other stuff, like they just want you to do business through them. Exactly. This is an opportunity to kind of help consumers do shopping better outside of you know, like a T-Mobile or a Verizon rep kind of breathing down their neck on, these are the phones that we offer. And you're like, cool, I guess. I want to shop something different. Yeah, and, and they don't. So, they won't mention that, you know, just because we offer these, that doesn't mean there are not other, there isn't other devices that will work perfectly. Or AT&T, just like, yeah, you can bring another phone to our network and then we'll we'll shut it off whenever like, we feel like okay. it. So, so. This, this was this was the craziest thing ever. I was I have my, my T-Mobile <laughs> sim sitting right now in, um, in the aforementioned... <laughs> <laughs> this is the, uh, the ultra obviously we're going to talk ultra this is Beautiful. what i'm getting on the final seven ultra this is not a u.s device it is not intended for a market we're talking gorgeous full speed here we're talking full yeah. 5g here mid-band so much better carrier support only like you know we're talking verizon uh, sorry uh what's it called <laughs> sprint you level, see? like a, yeah yeah yeah. It, it's crazy yeah this is this it's is real the, good and more, but the, but this is what Xiaomi's been able to do it. T-Mobile's basically been the most friendly one to international devices outside of T- mm-hmm. AT&T because AT&T does the whole listing thing. And then Verizon, you have to kind of certify. But if you take the conversation in there, so it'll work on Mint. It'll work on anything, any, any NVMO that basically utilizes T-Mobile uh, services and resells under them. This is a big win. Like this is for yeah. me, this is how I look at it. And obviously the OnePlus 12, OnePlus 12 just knocks it out of the park. It, it, I think it even clocks in higher than that. But I wanted to do a speed <laughs> test in the office, like inside my house where I typically have right. not fast enough for connection. I was still clocking 220 down inside the office. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like even on the MediaTek side, the Vivo X100 is the first oh. thing I've been able to really rely on. But um, before we keep shifting gears, we should wrap up the OnePlus. Um, <laughs> wrap the, it up. Uh, 
put it in a bow tie, my friend. I love it. The 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 main takeaway for me, and and because you were talking about why you were so excited, and that's what you were trying to share in your videos. Mm-hmm. I feel there is the conversation about AI. If we think AI becomes something that makes an impact on our daily lives, we're going to see the fight between cloud-based services and on-device. And I think we've got good options. We've got Google and Samsung on one side of this fight. We've got Apple sitting around twiddling their thumbs. And we've got OnePlus doing on-device, I think, in a more direct way with the hardware components that the phone has. But I don't think OnePlus has ever been given enough credit Mm -hmm. for delivering premium tier experiences, not ultra tier experiences, but really nice and expensive, but not at the top of the price chain, food chain experiences that undercut Samsung and Apple. And this year specifically, Mm -hmm. this is a special year for OnePlus where they are looking at the most vulnerable sectors of the price market for Apple and Samsung, and they are punching as hard as they can on the places where Samsung and Apple are weakest. And I don't think these companies, Apple and Samsung do not have answers for the OnePlus 12, the OnePlus 12R. Samsung was caught by surprise with the OnePlus Open. which should have been a runaway year for the fifth generation foldable Z Fold from Samsung. And OnePlus totally swooped in there didn't swoop in there because it was across the board 100 every feature was better and it was a perfect match and parody they swooped in because so much of it was better and the cameras were great and it was arriving at a lower price point which is something samsung couldn't fight and this and is a, a very precious year them a fight. that was the other thing because pixel came out first and we were all waited for the pixel fold and as yep. as good as that device is it was arbitrarily made that it doesn't compete with the, with the fold like it was designed and in, in i feel like specifically. i feel like we're still seeing the fallout of pixel 6 like pixel 5 threw off google's entire hardware strategy pixel 5 was supposed to be the tensor yeah and i think we're still seeing like the long-term ramifications of how google had to course correct they can't i had an off year that threw off their chip design they're still trying to work with samsung to improve the the fabrication and efficiency samsung isn't getting it done so we're on a holding pattern until we can kind of switch to tsmc in another year i think like we're still seeing all of those teething uh teething pains play out so what i really hope is at the end of this year they skip tensor three and they bring out a pixel fold two just jumping to Tensor 4 to match the the Pixel 9. That would be the smartest I'm hoping, but I would not be surprised if they kind of get stuck. Like, the Pixel Fold comes out with the 8A with the Tensor 3. Like, Google Google needs to, like, either skip a gen, which I don't think they want to do, or they need to figure out a new sort of chip development strategy to get their products more in line mm-hmm. with their uh with their release dates yeah exactly i don't know what what we'll end up with google i mean like they could choose any of these like it's really up in the air there, right now. there's a but, pretty but, good there's a pretty good chance that the fold 2 is already the design's already been locked in we don't have yeah. the device but the device because we're so, already again we're months away i'll be yeah. disappointed but i won't be terribly surprised if it does show up with a tensor three and then we kind of fall into the same pattern like 
Tensor 3 is coming out on your most expensive device of the year, but then Tensor 4 is right around the corner on your new Slate phone. Like, that's confusing for consumers. That is a difficult play to make. OnePlus has beautifully sidestepped all of that drama, and they are now iterating on devices that are the best they've ever made with Mm -hmm. access to the best technologies that they've ever used and just incredibly competitive features while undercutting Samsung and Apple. Not only are they delivering a better device, they're also delivering it at lower prices. I don't see any company stepping up to really match this. No, I think no, Moto so is going to give us a better computer. I think okay. Pixel is going to give us a better phone. It's mm-hmm. a better communicator with things like call screening. But even into the end of this year, I don't believe Tensor 4 is going to unseat Snapdragon 8 Gen 3. I don't know no, that Google uh, will get in line on features like video out through the USB-C port. They keep promising it, but I'm not going to hold my breath until it's here. Uh, I mean, like, what paperware. is it that we get? Like, have you have you done, like, a screen test on this thing? Like, I held the, the, the OnePlus 11 next to the OnePlus 12 and just, like, mm-hmm. held it up in sunlight. And, like, it is startling how huge of a jump that screen brightness was in one year. And this isn't the bestest of the best screen panel that Samsung can make. Oh, no, no, absolutely. Yeah, this is not it's, their top notch. This is still... This is like, really good. This is so. This is weird. So, I mean, a lot of my excitement on the 12 is also built on top of the 12R. But it, mm-hmm. I, I can't really go too into detail with the 12R, but it, just, just for sake and say, saying that the 12R is, is selling for $399 on Giztop. Like... You, price point this device with the hn2 is really <laughs> gonna i mean i almost feel like yeah. they're cannibalizing their nord series at this point <laughs> at i'm fine with that no but like yeah I'm, like i'm uh, good with that like yeah you go, go, the, go, go would, ahead and keep doing that would you do a 250 or do you just go to you know 400 bucks and just get like a little a, it's like a the little, opposite just, of pawn stars like yeah. the best i can do is a much better phone at a lower price Oh, gosh, okay, God. you're gonna have to settle for better, <laughs> and pay less. No, no. And then so- you walk out and you do the interview. Well, like I think I got a pretty fair deal. Uh, you know, I went in there with expectations, and you know what happened was different than my expectations. But like, you know, I think that's fair. I think that's okay. And then, but, you know, this is hilarious. <laughs> no, no, I know. But let's to, to button up the twelve. Um, just a general conversation. There's more conversations to still come with the twelve R. Obviously, that 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 still has to come. But for me, the twelve is like I, I cannot say good enough things about it. It is like it 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 delivers on what it promises, and it delivers on it right away. The one thing I will say that is not there, I think, the, uh, I, from what I remember, is that um, I think is Adobe Video is not out yet, and that's going to be available in a future update. Yeah. And that is coming. So that about, that about it's about the only feature that wasn't in the device at launch, but it's something. Oh, and they're they're stacked raw. They don't have the oh, same sorry, stacked yeah. raw that the open has. Yeah. So that that's the other. But it, the other thing, I'm, what I'll probably say is, from what they offered and what it is, I, I think there was no day one update. That was the surprise. Like for us, we actually got mm-hmm. the final update a few days before, which was mm-hmm. nice. Um, it was really a nice. Up, it was a massive update. But it came before. Oh, they just did like a full scrub. It was like the full OS. We're well, not going to try and patch anything. We're just going to replace. It's it's better it, this way. It's, it's easier if we just. <laughs> so to me, that was fine. So I was, it was, I was in Vegas and I was like, I was talking to our friend after our, our meeting. He's like, you know, don't worry. There's no updates, whatever. And literally, it was not even seconds. The moment after I finished saying that, I hit the mm-hmm. refresh, like, 
uh, no, but there's oh. an update now. There's and then he's like, and he's like, what? How big is the update? And sent them a screenshot, and I'm like, it's a full on system update. <laughs> he's like, yeah, huh. it was like six gig. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's pretty solid. I uh, I like it. I, I think I'm this is. It. I'm gonna stamp it. It's done. And and again, I like, I feel as we move on to this conversation on the Galaxy Note twenty four. Um, this is where I, I need to reiterate, like people don't are are not getting it in my video. I start Mm -hmm. the video out saying, I believe there are four tiers of phone Mm -hmm. and immediately people are rushing to say, but the S 24 ultra is better. And I believe that's correct. I believe the S 24 ultra represents a higher tier of device than what the OnePlus 12 is built to represent okay. that is reflective in a significantly higher price mm-hmm. and there are all those other features like S Pen that there is no stylus support that's built into this OnePlus 12. So yep, as we true. move to this conversation, I don't believe that these are comparable. I, I like I said earlier in this podcast, I would not earnestly recommend both of these phones to the same consumer. It's not, and I think this not. is where we lose sight of this. This is why I don't like Samsung strategy that we don't mm-hmm. have a true S ultra. We have a note. You have to buy the S pen, even if you're not an S pen person, Yeah, you don't get the, the same cameras and the same battery capacity and the same specs and features you are forced into overbuying on features you don't need if you want to stick with Samsung for brand loyalty. And this is why I'm very this is why I'm very anxious about part of this. But I can't think of another phone that's going to come out this year that is going to be a better true workhorse diesel truck productivity machine. The Note okay. has always represented that kind of portable compute power laptop grade replacement strategy as soon as you give it a stylus and you give it a desktop mode through that USB-C port you should leave your laptop at home (laughs) you should give that a try it's really refreshing uh, to just carry that carry with a nice pair of XR glasses or AR glasses yeah no you're you're hitting it out of the park this is Bluetooth keyboard it's so good this is where I find like the so I I, I agree with you the whole my thing okay so I'll say this as much as I loved the Note series back when Samsung used to have Note and S series separate from each other, I never lived with the Note. I always lived with the S series. To me, the S mm-hmm. Ultras or the uh, the best version of the S series was the one I liked. General aesthetics, just the feel of the device. That we don't have the sharp edges. It was more. It was more about like the fact that it was. Yeah, I mean, like even down to the design of the phone, this should not be called an S. Exactly, it's even a radically different frame. Like the corners, as much as I hate doing the, how does it feel in the hand? It feels different in the hand. (laughs) It is not an S. It's a note. But but what's happening to (laughs) us right now is that we're going through, this is what, the second generation? Right, the S23, no, the, the third generation. No, no, it's the second generation. S22 was the first time they combined them, I think, right? No, no, no. It wasn't S. Was it S twenty one or S twenty two? Where it had stylus support, but you had to buy the stylus separately. The, the twenty one. Yeah, I, I want to say the twenty one was the one where it had the stylus, but the stylus was an accessory. So then, and then twenty two is when they built it in. They combined, and yeah. now twenty four are all notes. Because the, the Note twenty Ultra, the Note twenty Ultra was the last one they did as a, a note, 
And then they skipped the S21 series because that's when they gave the pen to the fold and to the to the S series. And then in 22, in, when the S20, uh, 22 Ultra came out, they flipped the, flipped the switch on that. And then they gave that okay. one to okay, me. Okay, 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 okay. Note. Yeah. Oops. Okay, now you're back. Um, but the, what, I, what I mean to say, though, is, yeah, comparison-wise, it, it is a class of its own. The Note, as it, as it always been, has had features that no other company has actually come close to it. We have we have affordable price versions of it. We have pen support for many devices, but built-in S Pen functionality that gets improved. And again, like you said, workhorse business companion uh, that people like to get the note for. I think that right now, from what I've had for about a week that I've been using it, obviously I am com- I I'm sw- I switched over from the 23 Ultra to the 24 Ultra. The difference mm-hmm. is not that great physically. Mm-mm. Like I mean, from the functionality that we're getting there, other than the mm-hmm. fact that the One UI 6.1 is at this point not saying gatekeeping, but like is the only one that has the new AI features. But they're coming to the S23 right. series, I think middle of the year. Um, battery life has been pretty decent for me. Camera's experience is pretty much. I would say on par to be the exact same thing. I haven't really noticed a big, I mean, other than shooting I, I think, 120, that's about the only thing that I'm able to push it yeah. further than what the 123 Ultra, that was a nice surprise to put in. That um, is really sweet. And, and it's something I wish OnePlus would bring back from like, the oh, OnePlus oh, 9 and OnePlus like, 10. Out of the blue yeah. though, Samsung would like would drop that and doesn't even mention it anywhere. You have to go in and find it. It's so it. nice to see them finally catch up to the Xperia 1 Mark II. <laughs> that's, that's really good of Samsung to finally invent uh, 4K slow motion like that. It's it's pretty sweet. Because you gotta you gotta be able to, you gotta you gotta. No, so for those features that are in there, I will say um, I'll say this. This is the longest time I've spent using the Samsung keyboard, and I haven't switched out of the Samsung keyboard. I've customized it to stop functioning like a Samsung keyboard to a certain point because speech to text. <laughs> no, so look, I'm gonna give, there, there's a few credit because I want to be able to get the full experience of the AI. Sure, 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 sure. And to do that, you have to use Samsung keyboard. You have to use Samsung stuff. I get it exactly. Yeah. And 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 so from <laughs> having, but the voice to text function of Samsung keyboard is bad. Like it does not. Like I'll I'll say a, a three letter acronym. Like I'll say you know one two three. You know uh, like take me to FBI or whatever. And Samsung sure. keyboard separates F space B space I, but Google knows. And when I'm saying that, when I'm saying letters in in sequence, you should put them together. Mm-hmm. There's that part of the intuitiveness. But either way, so switched it over. Um, I haven't. Uh, I'll say this. A lot of the functions that they promise are working. As long as you have good internet, it's working fine. The Gen AI function, I feel like they, they've surpassed Google's own glory. And that is crazy yeah. for me because it works really good. I, I I was really underwhelmed with like stylized photo on the oh, Pixel. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. yeah and no. what Samsung is doing with Gemini, because it is still Google's backbone. Oh, oh no, no, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, Samsung yeah, we, is doing not... with Gemini. Yeah, exactly. No, 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 but that's that's important, though. That is important because what I was saying before in the OnePlus thing, if it's not being done on device, you're feeding this information up to a server. And, yeah, we can say, oh, sure, it's all Google Gemini. I've been really snarky about that. But what Samsung is asking Gemini to do on your behalf seems to be better than what Google is asking Gemini to better do and for faster. Me. That's the and, and not only that, multiple queries at the same time. You can do multiple nice. edits 
in in a in a in the same sequence before you generate it. To me, this is something that I felt like we should have had automatically with Google as opposed to that one at a time. Oh, stylized. That's why I can't use stylized. Is like I'll send a photo up, and now it's taking up space on my drive, and then it just Mm -hmm. gives me some random output, and you're like. Okay, well, I didn't like any of that. Okay, cool. We'll just make another random set of photos. You're like, I'm not going to sit here and keep asking you to randomly generate AI footage off of the photo that I sent you. There's no guiding aspect to that. So Samsung giving us prompts is exactly where we should be going with chat GPT style language learning models. I am shocked that Google hasn't built that into their stylized photo experience. So Samsung absolutely deserves that credit where normally I would not point to Samsung as being a, a leading content creation device anymore. That's more fun to play with though, than what Google is giving us on their, the the standard bearer of Android, the company that makes Android and makes the AI is not utilizing it to the same proficiency. That I'm Samsung just, is currently. I'm just hoping that it becomes a quick D. Oh my God, we didn't push that button off. Turn that button on. It should be available tomorrow <laughs> to everybody. No, no, I, I, and it is absolutely. You're right, and I think that. But that was the biggest thing for me when I when I first saw it at, at like the day before unpacked. I was like, "This is crazy. This is really like this is crazy, crazy. Is this going to be available on devices day one? They're like, it's already on. Yeah." I tried it. I'm like, crap. This is this is real. Like, it's like the, the Joker from Batman. Chances are you bought them already. Yeah, <laughs> it's like it's, it's on. It's Just in do your it. Pocket. It's already in your pocket. <laughs> my friend. So, for those things, I think the the wow moment for me hasn't dropped yet. It's been a week, and I still like like circle to search for by far is the easiest thing ever. Like, it's there, really if there, elegant. If there yeah. is a way to wow somebody into like this is a better feature on your device that makes your life, it's called. You're on Instagram and you see your favorite artist, your friend, your friend or whatever. And they're showing you this pair of sneakers or whatever they want to see. You tap on that sucker and you find exactly mm-hmm. what it is. Omar came up to me a couple of days ago. He's like, Dad, uh, my shoes are starting to wear down. I need to buy the exact same pair. Can you figure it out? Can you get me another? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> I don't I know. Said, I, got you. I didn't even take a picture. I just, I just <laughs> pointed the camera onto his shoe and then mm-hmm. the search and bam, found it right away. Nice. But you know, again, this is uh, what I'm. What I'm trying to say is, AI needs to f- feed or, or functions like they need to be intuitive, need to be second nature to what we do. I've never used Circle to Search prior to a week ago, but I can tell you that I feel like I've been using it for years. Yeah, that's how it feels. Pixels are getting See, it to right me, now. That, that's like floating window on a OnePlus. Yeah, you've turned something that in Google Lens was mm-hmm. really clumsy and required a screenshot and it would scan through the photo. It was too many steps. Yeah, and people didn't too use many it steps. Exactly. And now you've turned it into a gesture. And now I think this visual search is is going to move forward. Like you've actually moved it forward in this experience. And. I, I'm going to be snarky about Samsung's presentation because I think they did a miserable job at Unpacked of of telling people what makes Samsung phone special because a lot of these features are going to show up across Android. They're going to be Google platform features, not Samsung platform features. Um, but But still, it's like being able to play with it first on the Samsung was a nice little perk for the couple weeks that you might be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Um but it, I really wish that Samsung had spent more time delineating this is a Google Gemini Android feature versus 
this is us using that that server to do something no other company is doing. Because what you're saying about like prompts and photo editing in the Gen AI mm-hmm. is exactly the missing link on why I am completely underwhelmed with other photo solutions on other Android devices oh, no, that absolutely. are using this AI and, and you don't have to back it up to to Google servers to get the right. function to go. That was the big kick to me. You, you occasionally may home, have to wait in a queue, but it's yeah, going to come right back down to your device. But, that's, yeah. but that was what it was saying is when I was in Hong Kong and I was in Zen, I could not run stylized photos because it yeah. would take too long. I, you know, like it yeah. was like, I, please back up the image first. I'm like, oh my God, you want me to back up a six meg file to the server for you to be able to, mm-hmm. like, no. At that point, I was like, you lost me at backup first. Um, but, but those are the things that was kind of getting me a little bit more like, um, th- th- again, one of the reasons why I, f- I found the, f- the solution to the way Samsung did it on the S20 and 24 series right now, uh, understanding how it was presented. I absolutely agree. It, it's marketing. Don't get me wrong. I, I mean, we, we can, we can, we can. <laughs> it's all the branding for sure. No, no, no. It is absolutely the branding. <laughs> it is. Yeah, it is. It is. Because when you go back to the presentation six months from now, nobody's going to make another presentation saying Google added it to their phone. There's my not my one a- plus, sorry, my one plus 11 just finally rebooted. And so now it has the, the cutout, the cutout, yeah. the cutout feature. So I just, I just wanted to show that because okay, well, I'm gonna just do it live here real quick. So here's a, move, a move telephoto shot I took of the little mini Optimus Prime mm-hmm. on my shelf. So I'm just gonna hold on him. Oh, I can't do it when it's zoomed in. I'm gonna yeah, hold yeah, on yeah. him. Oh, come on, do it. There it goes, and now I can drag it. I have a perfect little cutout of Optimus Prime now. So I'm just. I just, I, we we can go on to talk about Samsung. I was just like, it just landed now. The update on the One Plus Eleven, so I'm, we are, I'm pretty stoked about. It that. is pretty. It is pretty <laughs> decent though. How many devices we have that are running Android 14, and how many devices are actually you know fully up to date? Like this, it's we're, we're yeah, dang it, dang it, January it's good times. is not over. No, yeah, but it, like January is yeah. not even done. I know. Like this it's is pretty nice. Hey, like this is the the part of early stuff that I enjoy. G- give mm-hmm. me that much early, but. Um, so I, I do want to get back to S24 Ultra. Sure. I would like to know also, because Dex has been going through some evolution on the tablet side. Does Do you have new Dex on S24 Ultra? Is it still Sa- Dex Classic? It, it is still the same Dex that we had before. Um, same okay. op- op- same options to uh, to mod it in, uh, in um, uh, GoodLock. There's still basically... I'll say this: It's the same index that as a One UI 6.0. It's not different, uh, and that was one of the other questions specifically. Like whenever I go to these events, especially because I think nobody talks about desktop. Like to them, it doesn't exist, even though it's like a core function of what this thing is. It's like uh, one of the most delineating features on any phone in the oh, history absolutely. of mobile it's, communications, it's and could no genuinely other company in the U.S. Displace. right now has that feature the way. I mean, I'll take that back. What, uh, sorry, uh, I, I prefer ready Moto for, Ready Four, no, no, but no, I, I know is, what you're saying. Okay. From what <laughs> what Samsung is doing with the Note series or the S, S series Ultra, for me is a unique market on its own. The desktop experience for me is 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 a near and dear because this is what we we appreciate. Ready Four absolutely knocks it out of the park, and I think for the devices that mm-hmm. it's compatible with, it is gonna it's gonna be really nice, and it works great. It was on their Flip, it's on their Razor, on the Razor Plus. It's crazy that they took it out of premium and brought it in. I, I I'll probably explain this if you if for somebody that that likes their 22 Ultra, the 23 Ultra, they're gonna love the 24 Ultra. There's no question there. 
It's okay. very much an evolutionary move. I think the HN3 is definitely very nice. The battery life here is much better for me. I feel like it even lasts longer. But when I start cutting video and I'm starting editing and then producing content off device, because what I was doing is I shot a lot of stuff on my DJI, right? So I brought in the Osmo Pocket 3. That was my main camera. I sit it down and I shoot all my A-roll, but then I do all my B-roll on my 23 Ultra or the 24 Ultra. And then I just transfer all the content onto that device and I start editing in there. The pen mm-hmm. becomes functional. Like all of these little things that you need as a that you would need for a PC, it was simple. Like I was sitting at the airport waiting for my flight and I'm like cutting video. Yeah. And that that's the, the intuitive thing. And if I really want a bigger land, uh, like a, a canvas to play with, dude, plug my glasses in. My my glasses from uh, the Roku glasses for me by far are so like good. so good. The like easy plug in go or the Rainier or Air 2s. Really nice, yeah. very easy recommendation. Like this device needs that accessory. Um, the other thing I'll probably say is Samsung's also stepping it up with their accessories this year. They have way more cases. They're bringing the the, the, mm-hmm. the flip suit co- uh, options in there. Um, I saw one that had Marvel, Venom, uh, even uh, National Geographic. They're bringing <laughs> way more. Yeah, like first and, and party, also, uh, like like yeah, licensed. Yeah, 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 the licensing stuff. This is the biggest thing. Like there's Harry. There's one for Harry Potter. One for Simpsons. Um, like they they have one like where Lisa's sitting in the back, and I think they should like peace or something like that. But long story is, for those things, it works really nice. There, there, it's much more well rounded. It is still a Note at its core. It is not an S mm-hmm. series, and I I realize I, I understand why they they didn't want to call it a Note to a certain point because I feel like Note sounds more like a business tool where they're trying to say yeah. this is fun and business in the same you know like party but, in the front. But like, I feel like in the front, with party S twenty four plus to to note 24 there's a gap in there quite a and bit there is a consumer who would have appreciated an s ultra yeah that now they don't get it so i i i look at this from from the outside of not really being a big fan of samsung products mm-hmm. and my general assessment of not really handling the having handled the devices is that if you're on an s23 this is going to feel very iterative but yes. if you're on an s22 and you're getting rid of a Snapdragon 8 Gen 1. And oh, you're yes. getting a significant improvement to battery yeah, yeah, yeah. life. And you're getting that better telephoto camera with the brighter screen. That seems like a much more sizable update where much more notes nice. are typically yeah. not devices that you feel you need to flip in two years. They are monster diesel truck, run them till the wheels fall off kind of phones. Exactly. But I feel an S22 might you you might feel encouraged to upgrade sooner than you would have normally looking at all of the list of improvements skipping the s23 ultra going to the s24 ultra feels like a leap in processing power and in battery life the the s23 ultra for its own uh, just for its own merits it actually it was a workhorse it was definitely a very good present representation of what samsung benefits from going to tsmc and having it's it's a kind of a weird situation because they were the they were the ones manufacturing the agent one, so it's like leaving them their own fabric going over to TSMC. Yeah. There was a big benefit, and the fact that it that was I think the year that we we went were all Qualcomm. That was the yeah. the the Qualcomm situation, yeah. and, they, and they continued it. This is the other the other thing. The Ultra is only a Qualcomm device, so yeah. uh, the. The experience. All these folks me, saying like, "Oh, the Exynos is going to be just as good because I saw an Antutu score." Nope, 
it absolutely isn't because then we'd see Samsung using it in their nicest phone and they aren't. No, they're, they're using they're <laughs> Samsung using... is telling you that their Exynos is not as good as they, the Snapdragon. I think they're, they've realized it and I think they feel like to feel like, hey, let's not keep banging our head against the wall. Let's let's just do the right thing. And I feel like let, we can should... use our chips in like an FE edition. And for our fans, <laughs> we can punish our fans with our own for, chips. For the true fans. Uh, but even, even the FE is going to get some of these. Um, it, it's shaping up to be really good. I still have, I still need more time with with the S twenty four Ultra to actually kind of make it into a like a sure. full review. I'm not, sh- but th- this is the weird thing. I'm not sure if I'm actually wanting to do a full review of it. Like last year, yeah. I did a video where I did a vlog with the S twenty three Ultra where I had to do a twenty four hour trip to New York. It was basically mm-hmm. I left at eleven o'clock at night and I came back the next day at eleven o'clock p.m. from New York and I was able to spend a good majority part of the day in New York. I was exhausted. I will never. I don't want to do it again like that. <laughs> but I, For you sure. know, I. Um, what I feel like to me is just to to help showcase what makes it unique and what makes it what makes the AI functionalities helpful. The the portion the the part of it where it's intuitive and it jumps in front of you when you need it and if you can ignore it it goes away. That part I like. I don't want AI to be thrown at me just for the sake of having it. I want to be able to reach it, reach for it, circle to search. I could do whatever I want. Mm-hmm. Um, they have the function, a few functions built into the keyboard where it does the the rewriting or stylizing of text. Yeah, some of that it, look cool. Yeah, that was actually decent. I'm mean, like, don't get me wrong, but like, uh, I feel like Google's implementation on the on the keyboard is much easier because what it does is, is you highlight the text and says fix it, and it just gives you the answer. Where Samsung's trying to do is different <laughs> scripting based on what yeah, sure. styles of different things. So you'd have to kind of scroll through. And at that point, you're like, I'm, I've, I've missed the point of the conversation. Honestly, and, and again, anytime I have to like defend Samsung, it's like acid from my intestines is erupting out of my mouth. And it burns. It hurts so bad. But I feel like your, your, de- your depiction there. Yeah, I imagine two very different consumers. Again, I don't think we've gotten to a point where we can lay down and say like there's an accepted format for email. We mm-hmm. understand how email functions. We can understand especially if you're old like where it mattered if you had a pop server or an IMAP server like sure. When it comes to that what you just described there with AI like I like that the pixel gives me this answer to correct the grammar and to make the yeah. sentence more that's understandable. That's what I wanted it to do exactly. Is someone totally different than someone who would say like but that's not how I talk. You know what I mean? No, no. I, and no, and I, Samsung is trying to give us flavors on that that might fit someone's flow a little bit better. And the next step is like you just analyze all of my writing and then you can come up with my voice when what, when you write. But we're not there yet. So what, right now I, like I think it. there are two different consumers. Like, again, it's not one solution. We haven't mm-hmm. gotten to the one solution that everyone's kind of agreed on yet. We are still throwing spaghetti at the wall to see what noodles stick exactly and then we're going to kind of craft a strategy off of that and then by 2027 this ai language uh processing will just kind of be the background noise of our day but until then if we don't have fundamentally different applications of the same server style processing then we won't know where we're supposed to end up no no i I, and i think this is the thing for me though is what i find at least the functional part is I use that function on in Samsung's keyboard primarily to talk to my nieces and my son <laughs> because there's a function where it uses emojis in there, which I don't really use emojis to write. Because right. so you're it, so old. Thank you. 
what <laughs> what year you were born? Nineteen. I'm like, oh, don't you have to finish? You said nineteen. Like, <laughs> you said nineteen. You're done. You had me. You lost me at nineteen. So, yo, fellow kids, that is so lit. Don't you think fact, that's lit? I that think is, it is most lit. It is fire. <laughs> Um, but yeah, those are the functions that I liked in there. Uh, the translator function in the uh, in the phone call, I haven't really found use for it. I, I typically don't. But I mean, it, like I said, it, it's there mm-hmm. if you need it, and it's not there if you don't want to bug with it. And I think that's why I like it. Sure. Um, Nova runs on it much better than I had it on S23 Ultra. All my shortcuts, everything works really good. Um, nice. Yeah, for, for what it offers, I think with the exception of, I'll probably say, and I don't know if it's an issue with the, with the phone or is it the whole MagSafe accessory thing, the cases that have MagSafe built, the 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 I'll say this the um the magnet piece built into the case. If mm-hmm. you put a if you put a magnet magnetized either pop socket whatever in the, on the back, you have to be a little bit extra firm with the pen on the display because mm-hmm. if you if you're not as firm, it may start skipping. Something to do and, with the way the magnets are are done on the back. And I've seen a couple demos where even if even if you're trying to really use that S Pen, if the magnet in the case interferes with that it can completely interfere with s pen yeah like and, and it doesn't matter what you try to do with s pen it's just gonna mess where, it where i up, found so. that it was for me at least for for uh for the cases that i was doing in one of the videos i was doing poetic cases sent me one of their cases that had the magnet or the the receiving end on the case popping on the outside part of the case it wasn't baked in mm, and mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. one circum that one didn't have a single problem that seemed to work better i would yeah. imagine yeah because there was it was a dual layer case where there was the silicon and then there was the hard plastic and then the magnet, where there, where this one is one layer baked inside. Yeah, it's, it's closer it's like to the phone. smashing up against the phone. Yeah. The one that I would be curious to see the design on is the Peak Design case. I, I because was that magnetic to... mount doesn't align with the the MagSafe circle. It's yeah. compatible with the MagSafe circle, but it's a different magnet configuration, and it does technically push out from the back panel. Like there's a little grip. There's a yeah, little indentation on the outer here part of the case for the mount on the inside, yeah. But <laughs> it's also a really strong magnet, so I'd be curious to see if if Note uh, owners have had any issues with like um, the Peak Design system is like that, and also the Ulanzi system. Okay, is yeah. like that. But well, I, I I'd I'd be curious to see because like those are not cheap cases, and oh, if I, they I don't wreck I don't doubt your it. S Pen. That's that's but not great. Surprisingly, though, Samsung themselves are not making uh, MagSafe compatible cases. All of these cases that we're seeing here are from third-party case, case manufacturers. Mm-hmm. They're, they're feeding a demand for users that want to have you know modularity, being able to pop the certain mm-hmm. things on. I personally don't put things on the back of my phone. My wife likes to use a pop socket, and I I, I bought her uh, one of those magnetized ones. And that was the mm-hmm. only reason I was able to demo that in my video, because that's the only MagSafe thing in the house. I don't have... I mean. I have a case with mag the the mag ring on the back of um what is it called uh the uh the 13 pro that I have from uh, the well, iPhone. Sorry, I couldn't remember iPhone. Um I don't use it really, but uh it, it was one of those things I had to demo and it, I could see it, but at least with the with the pop socket I was using as if I pressed firmly it was not as big of an issue. I think Brandon Lee had a bigger problem with depending on the on the unit he was using. It had stronger mm-hmm. magnets. I, I, I oh, know Brandon had. always has bigger problems and controversies than anyone else. It's oh it's that a- Brandon. <laughs> but it, like I said, it, it's there's no Qi2 support. There is no first case, no uh, primary cases from Samsung. But... I feel like that Samsung delivering the ringing endorsement of my assertion that Qi charging is not the way to go. They're not even bothering with Qi2. They're like, you know, Juan's right. 
you should really just plug in with a cable and charge cooler and faster with cable charging than using these wireless chargers. But also I, I, buy I all of our expensive seven. accessories and we don't no, no, put no, a I, charger in the box. I missed the 120. I missed the 60, the 80 watt charging on, on both the Vivos mm-hmm. and the OnePlus when I'm charging the one, the, the Samsung. But I will say that I'm, I appreciate the fact that it is faster than the pixel. It's still faster than it. Like so slow. The pixel kills me every. Oh yeah, man. It's uh, just so slow. But, and you don't realize it till you till you use something that doesn't have it, and then you're yeah. like, okay, I really like this phone, but I like it charging. I gotta remember to leave it longer because I'm not getting back up to 100. Like because I don't charge at night. I don't. And I, I have to do all the management. Like I'll set up the smart charging so it lines up with like an alarm, and I'll plug it in overnight, and and it's just so. For me, for why me, I, you shouldn't I, have to spend that much time babysitting just to charge the phone. Exactly. Yeah, but I, but I now it. we're we're demanding so much of these pocket computers. E- even like those so-called average consumers are doing so much more with their pocket computers. It, like this is such a fundamental impact on how you use it, and yeah. and I get it. I mean, it is nice. You you do peak at forty-five watt charging. You don't sustain forty-five watt charging for long. No, that's that's a nice bump, but. It's still so slow. (laughs) Because, like, I even felt this way back when we were doing Warp 65. 65-watt charging is so much faster than their Samsung's super-fast 45-watt charging. And then OnePlus just went another step more aggressive. Oh, and they finally gave us the 80. Yeah, that's it. So, so the, the last thing that I did kind of want to pick your brain on, are you noticing anything specific to 8 Gen 3? Because now that you've played with a few of them, we didn't get any big announcement or reveal like we got last year, where it was Snapdragon for Samsung, and it was supposedly this overclocked chip, and I didn't really see that manifest as across-the-board performance wins, but Samsung was faster in a few areas than other companies, but then you could find examples of apps and services where Samsung would fall behind. So I didn't really feel that their claims about an overclock chip mattered much for the high level high level compute tasks. Are you seeing Samsung doing anything with HN3 or is this still a very managed and manicured kind of device? For the for the most part it's still very well man- it's still managed in the same manner as the HN2. They didn't really change the the governors that we had. We still have standard and light or or basically battery saving mode. The uh, I will say because I've had to cut video on both these devices and I've rendered 4K um, 60 frames per second videos out of my devices on both ends that the age entry is faster at cutting video and pre- rendering it in CapCut than it is on my S23 Ultra because I still this is the weird thing about it to truly get the feel of if this is a better phone or not I'm actually running both so I'm yeah. using the 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 23 Ultra as my work phone and a 24 Ultra as my main phone. So as I'm running co- uh, content and what I'll end up having depending where I am because this is AT&T this is for uh running on um T-Mobile. I would transfer content from one phone to the other and I would see how it performs. How how well is it able to to churn? It's not like night and day but it's still faster. I feel like it cuts through 4K 60 easier than HN2 was. Although HN2 was already kind of like night and day from HN2. Yeah, HN2 is... It's not like slow, but it's like I can see the the counter (laughs) is going and and I'm not changing anything. 
can you remind me on CapCut? Can you export a project or no? You can't. Okay. So that yeah, and that that was one of my biggest things that I, I it bugs me because you can't do a straight it, apple to apple. You have to reproduce the entire thing. You have to re and and you know you're going to be a few frames off, and it's not exactly the same. So, it's one of the things I love about, especially for being a tech reviewer. But I, when I'm done, um, I did a. For Dia de los Muertos, I mm -hmm. uh, shot a video and edited it on the Pixel 8. My daughter's yeah. school had this really beautiful, like, um, festival. And we had a taqueria truck come in. I mean, it was just, oh, it was nice. just really great. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was awesome. And the kids were just so proud of all of the, like, projects they'd done on famous Latino historical figures. And it was, it was great. And the music, they have, had live mariachis. So I took oh, a video of one entire song. Yeah. And that's the music bed for, you know, actually going through it all. And as soon as I was done with it on the Pixel 8, um, I was able to just take the whole project file. And I just wanted to see, would it be faster on the OnePlus Open? <laughs> and you can just send the whole project all of the clips, everything that was shot on the Pixel, and just ported it over to the OnePlus Open. The OnePlus Open was a little faster at finishing off that video. Um, so it's just, I couldn't remember if CapCut could do the same thing, because no, no. that would help so much if, like, hey, I just finished this whole thing. How much faster is it than the S23, I wonder? <laughs> well, because you, you do want to be able to, to run it, and that was the other thing. It's like, you can duplicate the project, or you can upload it to a space, but I'm not sure where a space is. Um, hmm. Spaces. Oh, there's a sp oh, it, oh, that's cap. That spaces on CapCut servers. Yeah, I don't. Oh, I, oh, I, I, I started it. It's it's uploading it to a uh, because I log into CapCut using my uh, TikTok account because uh, mm -hmm. it's uh, one of the login options. So there's a one gig space that you're able to upload it from there. So I'm wondering if I'm able to back up a, a project like one project that i just oh did. and then maybe pull it back down that way power yeah. director used to do that and it, that was a major pain but it did work it was just really slow um okay so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna try it right now I'm, I'm uploading one of my projects in here and we could do I, it live I, I couldn't i couldn't get into the vibe on Cap i mean CapCut has great tools and actually some even better like really fun like image compositing and green screen style style mm -hmm. tools the second i dumped in a 4k video and i saw like it's processing so it doesn't no. do that on, so here's the weird thing it doesn't do that on every device for some reason samsung devices it doesn't process it just drops it straight into the timeline but if i try to do yeah. it on on, uh, on the vivo it has to process the file one hey, plus I, it has to I process can't. the file i i'm not gonna sit here and wait for you to and especially video by video by video Oh no! Absolutely. Oh no! Yeah. You'd, be, you'd be like, I could have transferred this to my PC, dropped it into a timeline, yeah, edit video, and produce it by the time you're done rendering. Um, it, it yeah, no, it, I think what happened is it's a compatibility list of how they see devices and how they com they're compatible with them. Out of the box, the S23 Ultra was compatible with it, although I didn't get the same options as I got in my Pixel because exporting on a Pixel gives you the ability of doing the uh, the compression size, like not just the frame rate, but like oh, how much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where with uh, with uh, the S23, sorry, the S24 series and the S23 series, uh, no, it's still up. It's going to take forever, I think. Let me see. Oh, no, no, no. Like, you won't finish it tonight. Like, Power Director, I, I, uh, I have the one test project that I run. Mm -hmm. When I was testing in Power Director, it would take, like, I want to say it would take over two hours to upload it to their server, download it to the new phone, 
and get the new phone to reorganize all of the clips in that file. It took hours. Now on LumaFusion, I saved the LumaFusion package and I can either nearby share it or I can uh, send it up to my NAS. I don't mm-hmm. have to use a cloud service. And it takes like a minute and it doesn't matter like how big the files were. Because it, it, it's just a, a log of all the edits that you've made, and it makes a bucket. It's kind of like a zip file of all yeah. of the clips that you've used, and it's just ready to go. So if it's a cloud thing like that, I mean, like, that could help you for your testing. It's not something I really think anyone's going to use no, seriously. But it was, is nice to have it for what we do. Exactly. Um, it, it's just, just it's, you know it's going to be really slow (laughs) it is it is for me because like i said when i'm because it's like when you travel and you start editing content and stuff so i'll say this when i was at ces i had the oneplus 12 with me right i was playing with Mm -hmm. it i was using it but i also had the vivo which was again Mm -hmm. very nice having the 94 so running CapCut and editing cutting video and doing it on the on the on the agent two sorry agent three and then the ninety three hundred and you could like wait the ninety three hundred turns much faster like dang it so dude. much faster yeah and it was like okay I can see like I could put my finger on it but then comparing that to the S twenty three Ultra you're like oh crap yeah the the agent three is much faster like OnePlus is yeah. doing it better although OnePlus is not fully compatible yet because it wasn't a device that was released. So you could only right. export in 1080p 60. So we, <laughs> you, were, you were having to do, this is, this is where CapCut becomes, it's it's not the same function. Right. LumaFusion didn't care. I, I, I OnePlus 12 and the, the day I got the OnePlus 12, I did like my whole suite. So like audio editing and photo processing and, and LumaFusion was like, neat. You seem to have enough processing power. Let's render this video. There was nothing holding it back. There was no list of approved devices. Exactly. And, and that was brilliant, catching it on the Vivo. Uh, the Vivo is rendering video. If I match all of the video quality settings to my mm-hmm. new works, my workstation with the new 4070 Ti. It's not a 4070 Super Ti, but it's a 4070 Ti, which is a pretty beefy GPU. I thought it's a 4070 Ti uh, OC, wasn't it? Overclocked? Yeah, it's, it's OC. It's overclocked. Oh, yeah, okay. that's that's such a minor. It, it it does very little overclocking a GPU for video mm-hmm. rendering, okay. video for video editing. Like I've never found where like I I actually want to go in and and get better at doing things like undervolting. Okay, I can underclock this thing. Like might as well. It, it's probably going to save me a little power and heat on the inside of this case, and I'll probably end up with the same performance. Shorts are incredibly long. No, really. Matching the same projects in DaVinci Resolve, which makes excellent use of beefy GPUs, mm-hmm. the Dimensity 9300 is significantly faster at rendering the same video projects if I can match edits frame to frame mm-hmm. than DaVinci Resolve Studio and this 4070 Ti. It's shocking. And I, I just posted this up on the Discord. I was just kind of farting around. I have... um. I showed it when Trisha was on. I'm, I'm uh, spending a little bit more time with this beefy, rugged laptop. Oh, nice. Yeah. So this is this is a 12th gen Core i7 U series. So okay. the, the lower power the lower series, power. but yeah. still a Core i7. Yeah. 12th gen. Benchmark scores. It's not as benchy as an 8 gen 3. Okay. 8 gen 3 CPU. Uh, single core and multi core, faster. Okay. And the GPU scores are neck and neck. 
with what's in here. And the Dimensity 9300 just, is blows better. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, look, don't get me wrong. There is, there is. So, so I mean, we're definitely extreme. talking about different operating systems, and I don't really believe you should take Geekbench scores. Like, I know Geekbench tries to make it sound like this one number is comparable across iPhones and Androids and Windows machines, and like, sure, okay, we don't really use these things and have the software to use these things comparably like that. But from the synthetic benchmark perspective on Geekbench, Mm -hmm. this is the same as an 8 Gen 3. And the Dimensity 9300 is a step above this. And that is ridiculous. (laughs) That is shocking performance. This is why I was saying the 24 Ultra is, is a workhorse. It's a device that you... You're, you're, it wears many hats. It wears absolutely many hats, and it does so many things at the same time, and it works for what it does. I think that the the one challenge, a few a few comments that I got on there, there like some people were surprised why we're not getting a bigger battery, because as we're starting to see more manufacturers put in, you know, fifty five hundred, fifty four hundred is what we mm-hmm. have, and and devices that have obviously faster charging, but like give us more battery, right? I mean, the device can handle it. Uh, so Samsung does, is not going with that, but I think it, overall, I, I feel like it doesn't really need it. The HN3 is doing enough of battery between the HN3 and Android 14 and the optimizations that we have in the, between the two. There's no problem carrying an entire day, almost even a day and a half. You know, this. this is like, I don't, I, I, I don't feel like we and, don't and need I see, I, mm-hmm. I see what you're saying, but we're also saying it's an ultra and it, it's it, not. Yeah, I, the, Samsung is not delivering the best of every component that they can really deliver. And I have a philosophical, yeah. the person who enjoys the Note experience is going to pick up the Note 24 and they're yeah. going to love it. I don't, I, I don't see anything controversial about that. I think this oh. is exactly the, the kind of productivity and work device that someone's going to need. And it's going to be money really well spent because it's really going to empower them to do the work they need to do on the go. Yeah. I have a philosophical issue with how Samsung markets brands and positions their products. And you're calling something an ultra and you're charging $1,400 for it. And I know it is not the best collection of parts and pieces that Samsung has access to. I know Samsung makes better parts because they end up in their competitors' products. I know Samsung has worked more aggressively on battery technologies and is sourcing different battery packs. They are not licensing the best battery and charging technologies that are available. I know they make better camera sensors than what are in the ultra-wide and the medium telephoto because those... uh, uh, um, not not a uh, iso cells. <laughs> I couldn't remember iso cell. Those iso cell sensors are really good. I think Sony's got an edge on them, but mm-hmm. I know they make better sensors than what's in the medium yeah. telephoto and the ultra wide. Yeah, there's no reason why Samsung couldn't be sourcing their own parts to make the S24 a more substantial upgrade over the S23, and that that's that's the issue that I've got. It is correct what you're saying. You are getting performance improvements. I'm sure they have governors and a, and a performance curve and they can manage the battery life. I've seen a number of people, a, a number of our friends say like, I think I'm getting better battery life on the S24 Ultra than I even did on the S23 Ultra. I don't think that's necessarily just the anecdotal newness. I think it's probably accurate. Mm-hmm. But they also could have given us 10% more battery capacity 
in the most expensive slate phone that they sell, which is called the Ultra. Which is basically a hundred milliampere difference between it and the Plus. You're right. I mean the the Plus has the it like they're it's it's a tough it's it's a tough <laughs> well because one plus has a twelve plus exactly the the new twelve has a fifty four hundred milliamp hour battery I, at, like at sixty seven watts no like it's it's bigger faster it's bigger yeah bigger bigger faster in everything in in that sense of when it comes to the tech I think it's it's not just there I think I feel like Samsung's been like. Don't get me wrong. Like what what they know they do well, they're sticking to that recipe and they're not really mm-hmm. deviating much. The AI stuff, the the functions that we're getting in there, that's leveraging again Google tech. This is not them trying to reinvent the wheel. Uh, good luck customizations are still in there. Uh, the the overall interface, UI, all of that stuff is very familiar. Six point one, one UI six point one, six point oh, six point one, and one UI five, very similar. Yeah, not a lot of changes aesthetically. That like under the hood stuff, but again, major part of that is Google. It's not Samsung, but the 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 thing for me that I I, I feel like I still need to kind of I want to see more in, in improvements in there. Like they have better support for third party launches. I'll say that they're the that was the biggest difference between five and six point I can install Nova, and one of the reasons why I left the S twenty three Ultra last year when I moved over to other devices is because it kept crashing with Nova on me. If I can't use mm-hmm. my launcher, my main UI interface that I like to live in, you can't use a phone. Yeah, yeah, it, it's it becomes a problem for me, and and if that becomes an issue where I cannot depend on it, I that that device starts to drop down on my list. I can still say the the fact that the cameras work great. Uh, I like. I like one of the more simplistic ways of streaming from it, plugging in a microphone, going in the field. I mean, we've done multiple um, live streams from the park. From the, when we're yeah, together from on, Samsung's. From yeah. Samsung devices because we know, I mean, between them and Sony's, we're the only two devices that we can just, we know <laughs> when we plug in a just microphone. plug in and go. Yeah. Everything. StreamYard will recognize it. Everything will for recognize sure. it, right? So those are the things like I think for me are are still... Like I want to see more. It's the things that Samsung does well. Yeah. yeah. And, and and so that's why when they brought in 4K 120, that I love that. When they brought in the AI function of you don't have to shoot a slow-mo to create a slow-mo video, that was mm-hmm. functional. Like that was really nice. Like how many times can you say that you as a, as a father, as a parent, you're taking videos or pictures of your kid and your kid is absolutely running fast. Like you cannot get them in focus. Mm-hmm. They're just doing their thing. But you don't have to worry about shooting in slow-mo, switching and doing whatever. You just shoot the video and then you slow it down and it fills yeah. in the – the uh, the. You know, it basically yeah, just the, generally It's, it's like generates, optical flow on exactly. DaVinci Resolve. Yeah. And, and it makes it, it – it comes out really good. And then top that off with 4K 120 in pro mode. It's just – yeah. I, I, I'm liking what they're doing, but it's not that night and day that we've seen before. I'm I, I'm going to be very happy when I start seeing some of those AI functionalities transfer over to other devices, especially on OnePlus devices. Uh, you know, uh, Pixel devices are definitely going to get them probably first with the next feature drop, if not if not sooner. Uh, it's a, it's out now. I, oh, again, feature- my phone won't update, but the update is rolling out today. The, the, yeah, the so. Pixel the the eight series for some reason. Um, I'll say this: somebody told me a trick a while back. Uh, it has something to do because you and I are using T-Mobile service. I'm assuming you have your Mint mm-hmm. SIM. Yeah. Um, if you have somebody or a friend of yours that has an AT&T SIM, switch SIMs for just not even a minute. <laughs> Reboot with the SIM, check for an update, and believe me when I say your update will push. And you, okay. make sure you it makes. But you have to do this though. You have to finish the installation of the update with the other SIM in. 
You can't just start the update because I've done it in the past where, oh, I see the update. I'm like, okay, start downloading. I take out my T-Mobile, my AT&T SIM. I put in the T-Mobile in there. Guess what? The update goes away. Like the system's no. like, yes, no, 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 no. It is very much like we are pushing it for these carriers now and these carriers later. It could, it, between you and me, it could also be a, a T-Mobile. Maybe T-Mobile's requiring certain version or certain things yeah. to be picked in. I don't know. I, I can't specifically yeah, I say. Uh, but I do know AT&T typically gets them faster. This is why we typically don't get it if we're using anything T-Mobile related. But That's lame. I know. You could always just go to the server and, you know, force force update. Yeah, well, whenever I do that, though, then, like, I'm kind of done using the phone and it just becomes a test device. Like, oh, oh, yeah, as soon as you... I have to scrub it, I, like, I'm not going to reset it. I have too many phones. Oh, no, no, you don't, you to don't have through. to. You could use the web flash tool to just upgrade. It'll install the new version as long as you're not... You're not, as long as you're not resetting okay. or relocking the the bootloader. If you're if you're on beta okay. and, and I, you're going I, I, off beta, then yes, you don't because you you have to relock the. Oh no no! So so I'm I'm purposely keeping. So my fold also just got the new QPR beta. Yeah. Um. Today, mm-hmm. so it just rebooted while we were talking. So it's it's running the beta. I'm keeping my fold on the beta. It feels like the fold should be a test platform. Yeah. yeah. For where Google is going on this stuff, but I was actively using like. I keep popping back and forth between the Vivo and the OnePlus and the Open and the Pixel. Like, I can't decide on a daily driver. I'm all over the place. But if I have to wipe the phone to update it, then the Pixel 8's dead. I just yeah. don't have the time to recreate the Pixel 8 that I currently have. But I'll give I'll give the web update tool a try if, and see if, if that can, Yeah, if, if that you works. can't wait for it. Otherwise, I'm sure it'll be here within a week. It, it shouldn't be too long. I think the longest I've yeah, had to Yeah, but in a week, it's not going to be worth talking about. I was going to try and make like a little short on like, because there this this is a pretty sizable feature drop. Like there's a lot that they're adding to this. And it would be nice to be able to say like, hey, it's this looks cool. But if I'm getting it like I gotta, in the middle of February, like who cares? <laughs> you'll, be, you'll be closer to the next feature drop than it is to this point. I know. You're like... <laughs> Which one are you talking about? February? I got no time for that. Who yeah, has time for that? You know, I know. But it's a lot of other things. I mean, and, and obviously we are, you know, the, the pre-orders of uh, what's it called? Uh, Apple Vision went up a lot of not a, not a lot of demand on those. And a lot of like I was surprised Ooh. that the next day I tried to go in there and see if I could order one. It was still available to be picked up on day one. Like, yeah. I was surprised. Like, I thought it would be hard. I, I saw a lot of Apple hype journalist um, silver lining mm-hmm. that. The, the like, well, but I mean, actually, you know, it's it's really not a bad thing that they didn't sell out in the first day. Because, I mean, it's a, it's a new product category for Apple, we guess. And it's a, it's a different thing. And... I mean, I'm sure they'll sell out eventually. And you're like, no, 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 no. This is the world's largest, most profitable tech company, I guess, behind Microsoft. This is this is the company that builds hype. All of these journalists have been telling us for 11 years now that only Apple can do face computing correctly. And they couldn't move their first allotment of dev kits on day one. That is... That is a failure. It, it, it's a, that that it, is not a good look for oh, no, no. a company who is supposed to be in the process of 
saving AI, uh, saving VR. Yeah. Apple can't save VR if they can't sell out their headsets. And also, Apple completely got snowed by scalpers. Have you seen the eBay listings on these things? Yeah, I've seen. they're going for like eight and ten thousand dollars, and they're the Apple's process of like, oh, you have to have an iPhone with face unlock, and this is how we're going to start up the process of getting your Vision Pro. Didn't slow them down at all. So thousands of these pre-orders are scalpers. On top of the fact that they couldn't move all of their headsets in that first day. I, I think it was into the very beginning of day three when they finally sold out of their first wave mm-hmm. and the, the, the shipping date Start changed. Yeah. So it, it, either I mean, at the end of the day for, which is what I really, really, Oh, and I'm sorry, I want to use the right nomenclature. This is Apple's mixed reality headset. Yes. Which runs VR and AR applications. That's what we have to call it, right? The dev kit for all of the things that you just said. It's, exactly. it's Apple's mixed reality dev kit and for I, virtual reality and augmented reality applications. Exactly. That's exactly okay, what good. it is. I just want to make sure we're using the right words because if we don't use the right words, an Apple PR will never invite us to events and will put us on a, a blacklist. We'll be, we'll be cut off. Well, wait, wait, hold so on. So if we, if we don't fully play us on the list though, right? Cause I think right now we're not even on. Well, that's why we're using, that's why we're using all the right words. You just want to, the words that things. Apple mandates their developers use or else their yeah. apps won't get approved in the app store. I believe it is the mixed reality headset from Apple. What runs virtual reality and augmented reality apps. I'm pretty sure that's what they want us to say. So I just want to make sure we're using science sealed and delivered. I have my six pairs coming in (laughs) probably right on day one. I want to have a pair for every room just so I don't have to carry it with me. I'm only going with one, one of them. I mean, I could have purchased seven quest headsets and outfitted my entire family to do a D and D campaign in VR. But I, instead I opted for one functionally useless, no applications available dev kit. From Apple, because they will save virtual reality. There are 20 million quests out in the wild, but Apple's going to save VR. If there is, like, there's a lot of conversation (laughs) going on on this, obviously. The the end of the day, you have to understand this is a dev kit. People are buying dev kits and trying to, you know, glorify them as final products. Like the it is not is, consumer facing. It's yeah, a this is kit. this is not You're intended totally right. for the consumer usage. Absolutely, Apple listed it, said exactly that, but everybody ignored that word because their eyes were like, "Ooh, ah, that, mm. I can see my fake eyes in here." All of that good stuff. No, no, finally, I, I, eleven years after we told people not to try Google Glass, we finally have a face computer from Apple. Yay! And we have nothing coming from Google in in the realm of folk, you know, uh, the, the focal minority. Nothing. All of those things I am so upset with Google and Samsung's play because no one's going to take them seriously. Both Google and Samsung dipped their toes into VR and walked away. There's going to be zero, zero consumer confidence in anything that they do. The Gear VR could have absolutely survived and they could have kept Just imagine iterating. if they had been iterating on it That's what all I'm this saying. time. They stopped it would have been the amazing. S10. They stopped at the S10 and it was like, oh my God. Imagine if we had daydream style headsets yep. now on eight Gen twos. 
it would have been so good. The the conversation <laughs> got they literally just cut the conversation off at, at, <gasps> before we even had the opportunity to flourish. After putting so much investment into uh, remote controls, headset compatibility, uh, different yeah. styles, the, the Gear VR for me was literally one of my number one things. That was like, I buy the if I'm getting any device from Samsung, I'm getting the Gear VR. There is no question, I'm getting that thing. And yeah. it was just the moment it died. I, I know for at least about a year and a, or a year or so later after that, I kept getting videos, questions in my videos like, hey, does the Gear VR support this device? I'm like, no, the, the, even if you're able to fit it in there, there is no software That's, for the Gear. The Gear VR yeah. software doesn't, doesn't get installed. Oculus is the new thing for what they want to do, and this is not it. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, long story short is there's still more time for us to spend with you know, hopefully we'll get the update for the Pixel. Hopefully the S24 Ultra will also get maybe another update or so. I think some people were concerned. Um, for me, it's it's like a kid in a candy store with too much candy, and I don't know how, which one to eat first. So I'm trying to churn through. I put out a lot of content on the S24 Ultra, mostly my, um, I like to call the evergreen content kind of thing, like that typically the stuff mm-hmm. that will just carry for some time more than just a review. Um and um, like I, I decided to take a break today because I was just daily on like between reels, uh, shorts and and trying to push out videos every day. That was just too much. <laughs> like, yep. I was like, take a break. And As I, we, we were having these conversations at the end of last year, like, hey, we've yeah. got to shake things up. And then immediately into 2024, like, oh. I just worked myself to burnout again. It's, <laughs> it's only January. Like, and, 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 and it's not even yet. And January is not even done. Like I said, I'm, I'm excited. The fact that I got the, uh, the 12 pro plus here from, uh, from real me, I got a chance to see a little bit of it at MWC, uh, sorry, at the CES. Um, but yeah, I, I still need to finish the X100 pro. I have the find X7 ultra um, and, and the S24 ultra just kind of popped in, in the conversation. So there's a lot of like, I, I have so much stuff that I want to keep producing content and I have, some exciting keyboards. I just got an update, a, a brand new mm-hmm. uh, Keychron keyboard. They like the work with the, we did with the first one. This one's a 96%. That's like a full size mm-hmm. uh, Keychron. And it's the same color and scheme. And it's like, oh my Aww, God, like it's a crazy, nice. dude, Keychron is my favorite keyboard company right now. Like seriously, seriously, they make, they make solid keyboard. Omar loves his. So it's like, um, but like I, I need I need time I need like uh, yeah. I, I even got the uh, like the Insta three sixty Ace the brand new Ace oh very cool I haven't had time to use it yeah I need time. I, I know that feel a lot I've got a couple things on my desk that I can't show just yet okay um, good but I'm in the same bar like the embargo's coming up and I haven't done as much with this thing as I should have to talk about it just yet so I'm gonna be racing this weekend to try and catch well, up but it well, is it's the I'm same glad thing that like, we have better weather though too. Yeah, well, and also that's had, yeah, that's been a part of it. Is like this whole last week has kind of shut down a few of the things that I usually depend on mm-hmm. for like testing outside. One of these things, like I need distance to really test what they're claiming, um, and, and the same thing. Like I already have fallen into the trap of not reviewing the Vivo X100. I need to go back and actually like finish a, a main part of that conversation, and and again highlight. Mm-hmm. All of the B-roll that you've been seeing on my channel lately has been from the Vivo. I haven't mm-hmm. even fired up. Um, the only thing I fired up my Lumix for mm-hmm. was doing the A A camera, talking to camera here in my office. Okay. Everything else has been Vivo X100 Pro. I need to tell people, like, this is what you're really seeing. Like, I'm not really reviewing it as much as I'm showing you. 
I'm practically using it as this this kind of production. All, all um, of my CES, kind of production uh, system. CES coverage was done with the X uh, the X100. It's Pro. so good. It is, and, and Vivo has gotten better about some of their pro mode features. And like when I'm doing like the screen tests, it's so much easier firing that up locking my exposure Mm -hmm. setting that frame rate and showing you like oh as i walk into the sun you can see which phone gets brighter and the vivo nails that where even my xiaomi could sometimes it would be difficult to set up that kind of a shot so i I, i'm finishing that up i just published today uh, a partnership with zotac and nvidia where um i i would like to point this out to people who catch this video because i am talking about a 4070 ti Mm mm-hmm but in the news, the hotness is the 4070 Super. Exactly. And if you look at the video, like you'll notice, I, I, I'm not trying to copy you, TK, but I've been growing just a little extra scruff down here on my chin. But if you see this video of me talking about the 4070 Ti, I don't have as much growth <laughs> <laughs> down here on my chin. So okay. I would like people to sort of imagine... When I might have shot that video originally <laughs> and how long it long took to finish up a partnership with Zotac and NVIDIA to get that out. But I, I do want to, you know, like just kind of highlight a lot of what I say in this video. I would just transfer over to a 4070 Super that is also less expensive than the 4070 oh. Ti, but it doesn't lose by much in performance testing. Um, that video just went out today. Tomorrow, I'm going to have just another quick follow-up video on OnePlus 12 versus OnePlus 11. Yep. And then I'm really looking at a bunch of, like, multitasking videos, uh, setting up those, better yeah. subscription videos, tips and tricks type stuff. And so uh, there's going to be a lot of that coming to my channel over the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I think that's – for me, it, it It may be more devices, but I, I'm, I'm going to try to th- – there'll be – I'll say this. It may not be as frequent. I know that a lot of, um, I'm not going to deny the fact that yes, uh, Samsung videos are, the, the search for volume is starting to, to go down, but I, I was able to strike at the right sweet spot as time was still allowing me to be able to be, um, I, I, I'm focusing more on trying to be more on the productive side. That's the, this the goal of what I was trying to do with the videos. I wasn't trying to, you know, showcase, well, this is, you know, the greatest camera in the world, whatever people know. These, these cameras are not going to be disappointing, but I wanted to focus more on how do you make your experience better? How do you get it set up correctly? How do you use it? Um, you know, good luck was the big one, but I want to focus now on decks. I want to also put out some content on that because I feel like a lot of people need to know that this is part of what you're getting. How easy is it to get decks running on a phone and, you know, be on an airplane or be in yeah. a car or something like that and get that running, yeah. get, you know, run and gun, that, that type of solution. So that's going to be some of my focus. Uh, and I do want to also finish up the X100 so I can focus pretty clearly. Like, I'll say this. Uh, uh, Oppo pushed out an update today. We can shoot mm-hmm. 4K60 on the main sensors on the back here. And while you're shooting video, you can jump to any any camera. You can go from the ultrawide oh, nice. telephoto and the and the second telephoto or the main sensor in the same video. You no longer have to stop the video. Yeah, like the video. Exactly. But it was like finally pushed out there. And I'm like, I feel like that's a mm-hmm. big video. Like that's a big video feature that we never had before. Like you need to mention these things. Like uh, now everyone's acting like, uh, again, I was in another conversation on threads. And you're like, oh, you know, iPhones do that. Cool. Apparently it, it matters now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it this has been a big deal. Okay. 
awesome. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm I'm glad you guys get to play along. It's a really big deal. Like my Xiaomi can't do that. My Xiaomi 13 Ultra drives me nuts. Yeah, the Vivo can do it, and I it blew. It, like I was just flipping out. Like oh my god, and it's even a little bit smoother than when the Pixel does it. Oh, this is so cool. And I'm hoping that it, now that you said that the Oppo has that, that maybe it might come to the OnePlus. No, no, no. I they, hope they're that doing. We get they're that. they're synergizing much better now than they used to before. I'm hoping. And I, I, I that I, is one feature I would legit legitimately say like they might separate it. The OnePlus I, is not as premier brand as the Find X7 Ultra. I'll maybe this is probably. a Find X7 feature, something like that. It, but it, having it on the X100 Pro. Oh, it's so nice. Absolutely. It, it's no, no. just so simple. And it, and it keeps you thinking about, like, my daughter loves to, like, run back and forth. Like, I'll say, hey, Lex, I want to get a video of you kicking a soccer ball from here to here. Mm-hmm. And what she does is, like, a family circus co- comic strip where she's, like, running up to the camera and running far away. And then you're like, no, wait, Lex, I've got it. No, you stay. And I can't. And if I'm shooting 4K60 on any other phone, I can't track her. But on a Pixel or on the Vivo, it's like, okay, I, I can punch wide. Okay, I can I can zoom in when she goes running across the soccer field. Yep. It, it's you, you, you take that kind of stuff for granted. It's getting people out of the 1080p mindset mm-hmm. and into the, the highest no, exactly. quality. Yeah. Getting, getting it, I mean, shooting in 4K, and even if you're producing in 1080, you're still better in the in the what you can compose what you can punch into if you need to and not having to worry about losing quality this is the biggest thing for me is like i know my reels and and tiktoks and and, and shorts are all in 1080p there's no reason mm-hmm. to be you know i i can produce them in 4k mm-hmm. and put the all the bells mm-hmm. and whistles they're going to get compressed it's just it's going to create large files and i can't really do anything with it and i'm actually as we were talking speaking of which i'm trying to see if if the if the update finally update did it finish uploading or no <laughs> how long oh, is it still update? going uh yeah still updating dang it yeah okay. we'll, I, we'll have I, to I think we should probably just wrap up wrap yeah, up yeah, the no. show i don't think i'm, we can I'm gonna say with with everything being said we've been I'll... vamping this whole pot we didn't have anything to talk about we were just waiting for this upload to finish and then it, that didn't happen it was the upload so. for the video but um <laughs> hopefully you guys enjoyed the show there was a lot of things obviously going on one plus 12 is is new it's there it's available if you if you'd like to pick one up definitely consider it if you'd like to see what it feels like check it out at your local best buy if you live in the market that you're able to otherwise definitely consider some consider looking into what oneplus is doing in 2024 we still have the 12r hopefully in the next couple of weeks or so we'll be able to kind of bring more light into that conversation and then of course uh you know the other stuff that Juan can't talk about and some of the other things i can't talk about yet um <laughs> We'll try to maybe maybe we'll talk about some of it next for next Thursday on another episode of the. Best I'm Day. sure we will. So <laughs> I'll say this: make sure to check out Juan on Monday for the SGGQA. He has his podcast at 9 a.m. on his channel. Actually, also broadcasted on this on the YouTube portion of this video. If you're watching us mm-hmm. there, uh, the audio podcast should be out within a day or so. Uh, available directly. Links in the description below as well. Uh, if you if you'd like to you know listen to it, uh, or if you'd like to be part of the replay crew, please have fun with it. You can watch us uh, make fun of each other in you know in color. I was going to say in three D, but we're not there yet. Maybe nah. never. Now we're not doing we're not doing three D. We scrapped that. Okay. So well, please- now that Apple has sold a mixed reality headset, what does virtual reality and we, augmented reality applications mean? We could look at. Yeah, we should 3D start, video again. We could and... scrub this whole sitting in front of our computer. I'll be sitting in the living room, you know, with with the with everything. Yeah, I'm with I, you. I'll I'll be on a boat. I'm on a boat. 
on the motherfucking There you sorry. go. 3D. I'm out of the mother baby. flipping boat. Oh, no, no, I'm with you. So be safe, everybody. Take care. <laughs> thank you very much for the support. Um, and of course, thank you for hanging out with us on this beautiful Thursday. I hope you have a great rest of the week. And we'll see you guys next week for another episode of the best of our week. Take care, everybody. <laughs>